steal your sunshine and I'll shit on your parade. Don't get me started on doing Michael Caine. My opinion matters, yours will fall in last place. I'm not shutting up and you'll be learning my name. Fifth in the family, but first in my mind. One out of ten, but I'm ranking just fine. We've only got now, there's no afterlife. Look, mom and dad, I'm just speaking my mind. Won't shut up here on the houseboat. Tommy Lee Jones live Tuesdays, 9 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. If you're not on the Eastern Standard Time, it's good to know that if you join us earlier or later, you might miss it and you don't want to miss it because then you've been missing out and nobody likes to miss out on anything. Yeah. Speaking of missing out, somebody has Somebody's learned still, how to get uh, here on time. Tardy. Whoa, tardy, tardy, <laughs> tardy. No, oh, oh, we're going to have to write him up. Uh-huh. I'm gonna do the, what was that, like a pink slip? What'd you get? What'd He's, you fired. Get? He's fired. He's, He's fired. fired. Mikey, move over to the couch. All He's right. Fired. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, everybody, thank you so much for joining us, tuning in, whether you're joining us now live, watching in the future on YouTube or mm-hmm. on iTunes or Stitcher. Thank you very, very much for making season four possible by uh, just dealing with us for this long, you know? I mean... We'd probably just be doing it if nobody was listening. We'd probably just keep going. Yeah, let's say I think you're the, you're the one that's making it possible. Yeah, but I like to give credit where credit isn't due, and the credit is not due to the to the listeners. So go fuck yourselves and thank you. It's the first go fuck yourselves to the listeners of the new season. Speaking I think of we're listeners, starting we have off. Keith and Richie. Oh, we got a hey, Keith and a Rich in the chat. Oh, fucking guys. Rich don't feel tardy, and Keith says noise. Oh, Party charty. Oh, yeah, yeah. We have a bunch of surprises. And a lot of coming. cool new things that we, we <clears> did <throat> a lot of a wonderful pre production. As you can see, when you're uh, Keith feels dirty, <laughs> feels dirty. Uh, watching charity. live or watching in the future here on YouTube, you can see the nice new setup we got going on. Ooh, oh, James O, nice. he says he loves the setup. Dun, dun, Thank you very dun, much. Dun, dun. 
Now, um, this podcast uh, started originally like four years ago. We were talking a lot about music and everything. We've been slowly building and changing and morphing into different things. And, you know, we kind of admitted that we're not really much a podcast anymore as we're just a full-blown fucking YouTube show. This is true. That's what we are. We're going... We want visual in season three. And we're never going to leave the podcast format behind. So if you're listening again, iTunes and Stitcher, thank you. But you really should start checking us out here on YouTube again. Houseboat Tommy Lee Jones. You're going to miss all the. You're going to miss so many things. You're going to miss so many things. Well, now I'd like to introduce, first and foremost, he's now in the downstairs chair, Mr. Justin Olimpedo. Hey, hey, how's your day going, brother? A lot of work today. A lot of work for you, especially getting all this shit put together, up and running. We yeah, like there to was do... a lot of things that uh, we couldn't get done because we were waiting for things to Yeah, come we were waiting on, on different pieces of and, the puzzle uh, to be put come together. come to find out that some of the cameras don't work. And, like, yeah. yeah, so we did a couple last-minute switcheroos, but hey, look at us. We made it. Yeah. We made it. <laughs> now, uh, Zach will be down shortly, but we are also joined in the studio by our friend and guest, Mr. Michael Martino. How you doing today, Mikey? Doing good, Harry. You? You're doing. I'm doing pretty damn well. Pretty damn well. Now, while we're waiting on Zachary to come down, uh, I, I want to hear footsteps. I think I do. I, I um, thought I heard footsteps too. But. I thought I heard him a while ago. Um, now, uh, at the Cinder where uh, I work, the Cinder Inn in East Stroudsburg, Pennsylvania, yeah. I. Oh, are we doing the green screen or no? No, no, no green no, screen. You're good on the green. He's wearing I green. Think, I think I turned that off. Hang on, let me No, the couch isn't all fucked up or anything like that, so you're good. Oh, now, this is the fun part I was saying. When you come in late, you got to shimmy on by now. Shimmy on oh, by oh, and drop shit on the floor. Oh, drop shit on the floor. A, a beverage. We're dead alive! Fuck it. <laughs> all right. At least it wasn't an open beverage. It wasn't. It was not an open beverage. That would have been a faux pas for sure. Yeah. But as I was saying at the uh, Cinder Inn, we did an extension on the end of the bar and opened up the the far end. There's a bunch of different remodels happening coming up that's going to make that make a lot more sense. But the one side of the bar has always been opened, and if a yeah. customer is sitting there, we call it the asshole spot. If you're sitting there, I need to get in and out. You're a fucking asshole. Move. Yeah. And then so since we opened the other side, I was like, what should we call it? What should we call the other side? And I was like, should we call it the mouth hole spot? That doesn't really make sense, but you can go ass to mouth. Yeah, I get it. I get it. And I like that reference uh, to sex. I also like that reference. Yes, and you love that reference to sex. Anybody that's willing to go ass to mouth, is uh, they're a winner in my book. Now, uh, we decided not to call it the, the mouth spot. Instead, we are calling it the twat spot. So okay. you're an asshole if you're over here. You're a twat if you're over here. And right above the asshole and twat spots, I made signs. So now if you're sitting there, I'll just look at you and go, hey, look up. And you look up and it says, hey, asshole, move. Or, hey, twat, move. It's been the best weekend ever because I just go, like, look no up. No one sits there anymore. Go fuck yourself. Move. Oh, means, no, they're still there. They're still oh, really? there. That means the bar is the taint. Yes, the bar is the, the taps or the taint. The Tap, taps or the taint. Give me top on my taint. Tap that taint. Tap my taint. All right, well... He's talking, he's slapping taints, he is in the houseboat. We are now joined by Mr. Zachary Storman. First beer crack of the decade. Oh, so does the 20s feel different to anybody? Anybody feel different? It's the 2020s? No. Has anybody fucked up the date, having to write the date a bunch down? Oh, yeah, I keep writing 19. I had to write a check the other day, and I I went back farther. I wrote 17, and I was like, I really don't write the date ever, do I? I really don't do that. 
Yeah, look at him still writing checks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> definitely now, are in 2017, bud. 2017. <laughs> what year is this? Uh, you don't got an app? You to ain't do got that? Apple Pay already. You got Apple Pay. It's an app called Apple Pay. It gets confusing. Asshole Pay. Asshole Pay. Thanks. My asshole. Yeah. You can put quarters right in. Now, uh, every one, one thing that is not changing and probably will never mm -hmm. change is that every week we like to consume some beverages. Yeah. And I think it's time the people what? hear what? a new little song. Yeah. Let's do it. Oh, fuck. failing sometimes so yeah sorry bear that. with us motherfuckers all right so we are drinking uh first and foremost we have a, a just a mm. beer that is our drinking beer and that is called if we get a nice up close from justin lucky streak lucky streak. beer lucky streaks. now mikey pointed it out it does look like a beverage that would be in a quentin tarantino movie yeah. it looks fake as all hell you can't read that but it is an anheuser-busch beverage now we're, we're sipping on this just to kind of, it's our palate cleanser, yes. it's our paste beer. True. Um, it's not bad. It tastes, Mikey, what'd you say? It tastes like, like kind of gives a PBR. Yeah. Kind of, the, yeah, PBR hams. Yeah, yeah right. it's actually not bad. It's a nice mm. middle of the road beer. Best thing about it, it's thirteen ninety nine for a 30 pack. Yeah. So, don't wow. tell so many people, the secret will be out. The secret It'll will be, be out. Remember when Lion said he used to be like eight bucks? Fuck, it's like uh, sixteen now. Yeah, you know, yeah, this yeah. has got a great name too, like <laughs> Lucky Streak. If, so you went to a party and everyone oh, was I also drinking picked this, up these and you didn't know it was uh, had to cheap. And you didn't know it was cheap. You're like, oh, you, Dude, got, you buy three cases of this shit. Yeah, start selling these yeah. to children. No, no, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> now, what we're going to be tasting. Uh, Right now, that is probably going to be terrible. Okay, we're um, we have these two oh, beverages. Man. It is called CJ. Um, <laughs> that is it. It says CJ. One is watermelon. One is Long Island iced tea. Premium malt beverage with artificial uh, flavor. We also tried to figure out what uh, we thought was going to be the worst. Yeah, there was multiple flavors. There are multiple flavors, it. but I think watermelon and Long yeah. Long Island. You have an expectation for what a Long Island is going to taste like. Watermelon, I'm just assuming it's either going to taste like watermelon I'm like tart candies or it's just gonna taste like pure shit. Yes, it tastes like pure pure horseshit. Well, now what, I gave you guys cups if you want to look at the color of it. There was a lime flavored one. Uh starting with the Peach watermelon mango. here. Mikey, you're going with the Long Island there. I'm going to yeah. pour some Oh wait, watermelon. are we doing watermelon? Oh, we're doing God. them both. We're doing them oh, both. Wait, wait, wait. I want to do them all at the same time. Oh, wait. That looks like watermelon. That looks like watermelon, and it smells like Four loco. I'm just going to tell you. It smells like Four loco. Go with your watermelons. What are you doing? What are you, what are you doing over here? Now, I will say that it is 12% alcohol by volume, so they are not so fucking around. Uh, it tastes less like shit than I thought it was. All right. It says we ID on here. This bottle didn't ID me. This can didn't ID me. Give it a little right, sip 
Yeah. It's four loco, but not as bad. Ooh, uh, this tastes like Jolly Rancher. Uh, yeah, it literally really tastes like Jolly bad. Rancher. This is going to be after like three or four sips. It'll have numbed your senses enough. That, but that is tart right off the oh, fucking What you got to do with this? Yeah, this is going to give me agita. It's just chug it. Just chug it. Like, yeah. just crack it and chug the whole thing. Uh, or, by or, the time you're done with it, oh, you'll, don't chug it. you'll start getting drunk. Don't, don't chug, it. chug it. Don't chug it. Well, I did it like a shot there. Oh, that, man. Okay, second second sip was not as bad as I thought it was going to be. Oh, I just splashed all over my All right, we got a Long Islands coming up next. The Long Islands. Does it smell like Long Island? I'm going to give it this a like form. Lemon. It looks like a Long Island. They got the color right in this. I mean, in the way that it looks like a Miller Lite. Oh, it looks like a Miller Lite. Oh, yeah, Zach's definitely that finishing That smells like lemon. You are <laughs> right. It smells like lemon. It smells like cleaner. I'm going to be shit-faced oh. for, for when I wake up. Yeah. What, are you waking up at four tomorrow? Five. Five? Yeah, you'll be pretty drunk. All right, so Long Island. Uh, after tasting the watermelon, I'm not expecting this to taste like a Long Island at all. No, I could do that. All right, I don't think it tastes bad. like a Long Island. Oh! It's... <laughs> That's fucker-worthy, oh. though. That is... Oh! You ever go somewhere in Oregon, Long Island, and they don't have sour mix, and yeah. you don't know what they made it with, and then they also forgot how to make a Long Island? It tastes like... It's it like tastes lemon like juice lemon juice and rubbing and like, alcohol. Yeah, exactly. It's lemon oh, juice and rubbing alcohol. I haven't alcohol. tried it yet. Mikey, give it a shot. Give Just it a get shot. into it. Just fucking oh, do it. Love it. Just fucking do it. Mikey, don't listen to <laughs> Kyle. It's amazing. Chug it. Oh. Yeah, that gag is warranted. <laughs> yeah, it smells, it smells like a Ricola. Yeah. <laughs> I it's, wish, it's lemon honey liquor. That's what this is. It's oh, lemon honey. Man. Oh. Well, you put a, a shot of uh, Jägermeister in this? It would actually, yo, it would I taste could, like Jaeger. Yeah, I'll give you that. It would taste like, like a sweet Jäger. It this would tastes knock like Carl's lemon cough drop. Yeah, no, it's not good. It's not good at all. Um, I do, I'm do. i going back to the watermelon as a palate cleanser oh from the God. Long that's, Island. Oh, that's terrible. Well, I want to see if my, if my senses have been totally fucked and they're just done for forever. It makes the Lucky Streaks even better. Yeah, let me taste Lucky Streak now. Oh, God, no, that doesn't get better. That's literally just sucking down a watermelon fucking Jolly Rancher. Yeah. That's not good. Yeah. So, hey, uh, if you're wondering, if you're in a store and you see CJ's, just don't do it. Oh. It's not worth it. Or do it, it at your own risk. Or do it at your own risk. You don't have to listen to us. We're, we're nobody. I'm telling you, it's, it's, if you just chug it, if you just took one and, and down it now, hard. Uh, now, the first time I ever way. had Four Loco, um, I was yeah. at the beach with Micah nah, and his ex-girlfriend. And she had a water bottle full of water, and then she had an identical water bottle that I did not know was full of Four Loco. And it sat outside in the sun for six hours. And I went, where's the water bottle? And she's like, oh, over by, like, the blankets. And I went over, and I grabbed it, and I just squirted it in my mouth, filled up my entire mouth, and swallowed hot Four Loco. Oh. And it was a watermelon-flavored nice. one. And it is not as bad as that, but I can imagine if that got warm. Yeah. That would be bad. worse than Steel Reserve. Yeah, you got to and, try, uh, try them now. Nick yeah, Dario was asking, kind of like Pledge Cleaner and the rag they use to clean the bar. Exactly. Yes, yes. Yeah. It's the Jersey Turnpike already <sighs> in, uh, in a can for <laughs> Jersey you. Turnpike in a can. We could probably market that. I mean, you just literally add little bits of all liquor and soda and slop and into asphalt. the thing. Asphalt. I asphalt. think that would work. I think that would work. Yeah. All right. Well, while we are suffering through this, it's because time to start asphalt. talking about what's happening in the world. Yeah. We got sound on this, right? Yeah. <laughs> Here we go.
told you we got a bunch of fun things in store for you i do want to say before we get any further thank you mikey uh we're having you on as our first guest um yes. of the season you are uh part of the duo that was our first guest of last season yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. um we invited mark back a second time last season we did not invite you back oh no i think i tried to you were busy yeah i don't know we were gonna do no, a candy no, yeah. thing Oh, and then yeah, we got yeah, Richard no, to do it. it. Yeah. We oh, yeah, Richard you got to eat, eat those nasty candies. Yeah. They were, good. They were really good. So, yeah. A week later, there the were two sitting were on the piano, and I ate them. I was like, oh, they're still here. And I ate them. Because how much worse is a bug going to get after a week? It's in candy. It's already candy. You're fine. It's yeah. already a bug. Candied bug. But uh, Mikey did help us out with some of the cinematography yeah. for all of the uh, little videos that we're doing you, here. I was what camera was that? That, that was, was uh, most of the stuff was actually from the iPhone. Yeah, from the oh, iPhone. Shit. Yeah, okay. yeah, and it turned out really fucking even really that fucking even sweet. that straight on shot. Yeah. 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 Really. Yeah. When did, did I shoot that? Yeah, I think it was when you were standing right next to the camera. Or shooting. no, that shot, the straight on shot was from the from the DSLR. Oh, okay. that looked like on, yeah, I was gonna say that looked like DSLR. Yeah, to me. And then the one the where side, it's close, yeah. him whispering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that's, you. That was you sitting yeah, on the couch yeah, with yeah, me there, yeah. and I was just whispering to you. Yeah. Sweet nothings, sweet nothings. But hey, what's going on? What's going on? What's going on? In the world, a um, couple couple cool things are uh, coming to. The forefront in my mind this week. Uh, yeah. First and foremost, they've announced that Taika Watiti mm -hmm. is set to direct an upcoming Star Wars film. I had to say it like that to make sure I don't say Taita Waikiki because I, uh, in my it. head, I've been saying Taita Waikiki <laughs> yeah. all week and I can't get it right. So Taika Watiti. Watiti? Waititi? Watiti. Watiti. Watitis. Taika Watiti is set to direct an upcoming Star Wars film. Um, now we have all seen. Justin has officially seen the latest Star Wars movie. Um, oh, nice! And I mean, we were talking about it a little earlier. Not to go too in depth with it, but you, you enjoyed it. You liked it. Yeah, you were yeah. happy with how they ended I, things. Uh, I'm good with it. I'm excited to see more. There's yeah. obviously more coming. Um, and after the, the Mandalorian, one, I mean, the one the, thing the universe is just going to get better. There is one thing in that movie that still resonates with me, and it's the, the moment that she's oh, trying sorry. to contact Long everybody. Long Island, not good. Not the very beginning, but when she starts hearing all of the Jedi from the oh, past. Oh, yeah. And Yoda comes in and he's like, hello, I haven't met before. Like, yeah. like it was like, well, what the fuck? So that was such voices. the most random Mace fucking Windows moment. Voices. Oh, yeah. They've <laughs> got, everybody, Ahsoka, yeah. fucking, yeah. Yeah, People from the, yeah, from the yeah, animated yeah. series and everything, for yeah. sure. Um, so now that we're all on the same page and, and we've all seen The Mandalorian as well, correct? Yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, knowing that Taika Waititi has really rejuvenated Thor as a movie franchise. Mm -hmm. uh, he got two movies, I think, before he came on board. Was it Dark World? And no, no, no. He didn't do Dark World. No, no, no I know. But uh, Thor had Thor. And oh, then yeah, Thor and then Dark, Dark World. World. Yeah, and then yeah, yeah. Ragnarok is the third of that series, yeah. right? And Which Ragnarok, I love Ragnarok. It's was a about as good of a movie as you could get that wasn't a Guardians of the Galaxy that time yeah. frame, like that a couple of years ago. Yeah. And he, he crushed it. I know that they had rumored when James Gunn was fired and then before he got rehired. He might had, take over. They were like, he might take over. And it's just like, this guy is kind of like the weird J.J. Abrams. You can yeah. trust him. Do you trust him with Star Wars? Definitely. Are you excited with it? And what kind of story would you like to see him dive into? What do you think would be a... Uh, is there a world that we've already explored or, or maybe sub-stories that you've heard about, read about? <laughs> non I feel like everybody's kind of clamoring right now for uh, Old Republic stuff. 
Okay. A lot of people want yeah, to I mean, it stuff. is a great Jedi series. Stuff and his and dialogue like is so you ever play fucking it? smart. First one, Knights of the Old yeah, I never yeah. played second one. I never got through the whole series, but the first one for sure. But yeah, Did you ever but, finish it? Yeah, I think so. Oh, okay. I think I've watched a person play it for about Probably 10 minutes not. before. I play a lot of it. You get caught up doing side quests. Yeah, that's you the know. thing with yeah. the first one, dude. It's There's just like so much shit to do. It's before, you're doing like fucking hours and hours and yeah, hours yeah. of side quests before you're even thinking about doing it. But I mean, that's any Bioware, like any good Bioware game. Like that was oh, Bioware. Bioware did that? I didn't know that. Yeah, the first game yeah, was Bioware. Bioware. That's what, and like when you get into Mass Effect, it's that same thing. Like they just branched further. I should say one, two, and three. You know what I mean? I'd like yeah. to see uh, them go way back to like the dawn pre, of the Jedi. Like the dawn of the Jedi. Like, that would be pretty sweet. Like when, or even when the Sith, maybe right? get a baby Yoda. Yeah, well, well, like yeah. the Jedi, like Planet Jedi or whatever. Is that what? Like, okay, is that yeah, what yeah, they're yeah. supposed to originate mm-hmm. from? All right, did not know that. Well, what do you call it? What's his name goes there? Uh, or, or excuse me, uh, they go there in. Don't they go there I agree in with that, one? Keith. What's Keith say? In Rogue One they go? Yeah, don't they? And they, like, all those Jedi temples are there or something? Yeah, they, they do oh, go through some of them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, For yeah. as good as Rogue One is, it's probably been a year since I've watched it. Well, the other yeah. cool thing is if you haven't gotten it's a chance out, like, and you're into years Star years Wars, the, the Jedi Fallen Order talks a lot about... I want to play that still, yeah. They, they, it talks and goes into a lot of old Jedi temples... At least in the very beginning. I'm not that far into it, but the story in that shit is fucking wild. All right, not to interrupt this, but I just took a sip for the first time of Lucky Streak after drinking a bunch of those, and it doesn't taste like anything anymore. Yeah. It literally, those things erase my taste This is a palate cleanser, yeah. This is a palate cleanser, but it doesn't taste like anything anymore. Oh, my God. That's so, I mean. Yeah. No, it's it's not bad. I actually it's, really I think like it's this just, beer, yeah. I think what they did... No, literally, I'm not tasting anything. I feel like Zach, when he had all that fucking concrete up his nose and we did the soda taste test and I didn't how, taste anything. My oh, question Jesus. to you is, is how likely do you think that they were like, fuck it, just repackage Bush? I mean, it could be. It could be. It's not Bush. No. It's not Bush. I don't think no. Bush ever. Really. It could be a Bush Light, maybe. It's, I've no, never had Bush Light, so it could be that. I this is heavier. You think it's heavier than it's Bush? a little bit heavier. Honestly, it just tastes like water right now. It just tastes like really cold, refreshing water after that fucking this, to me, horseshit. These like, are cold. The other ones are cold, and they were they tasted hot. Like there was like so much alcohol. Rolling Rock in a can taste. Yeah. Well, yeah, a no, a yeah. Rolling Rock in a bottle almost tastes like this. Yeah, yeah it's very acidic, and it's mm-hmm. like fucking. When you mean by hot, it's because it's like um, burning your. Yeah, it's burning your mouth apart. <laughs> and Keith yeah. said uh, John Favreau should get Kathleen Kennedy's job at Lucasfilm. Oh, fuck. I agree with that. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. Have her hey, down I look at it this way: Kathleen Kennedy is the one who got. John Favreau. True. That Kathleen is true. Kennedy, that you know is what true. I mean? Yeah, but she's got to step down at some point. I mean, she's in her 70s, right? Yeah, uh, no, Rich know. is I'm also right. asking Lucky Streak new band practice beer. New band practice beer. Dude, again, yeah. $14 yeah. for yeah. a fucking 30 yeah. pack. Yeah, yeah I sure. drink that shit. And you guys are a three piece that's 10 beers a pop for literally less than $5. Yeah, you got it. We need to get sponsored by these guys because, you know, I tried with hams. I messaged them a bunch Lucky and they Street. didn't want to let us be hampions. Yeah. So we'll be Lucky Streakers. Hi. Uh, Lucky Street. The only, and going back to your the, the Star Wars shit. Yeah. Uh, the only thing that I would be worried about is that he would make it too comical. Okay. Just like Ragnarok. Ragnarok had those moments where it were very comical. Yes. But we talked about this, and his style of humor is very dark. It's dark and dry. And, and dry, yes. They're trying to, or they got him to do, um, he's, he signed up to do that live action Akira film. Oh, oh really? Yeah, I heard yeah. They, didn't they push it back, though? Yeah, because but they were but they're gonna wait for him to finish Thor four, 
before because they're not going to give it to oh anybody else because they already know he's going to do well. I can't. He's going to get an all Japanese cast and stuff. He's going to keep it like true. That's awesome. As true as he can yeah. to like the manga and everything into the. I mean, he's a Pacific shit. Islander, you know. I think I he think probably wants to keep it. I in think the if he does it right. I think if he does it right, they're gonna what do you call it? They're gonna um, they'll end up getting a sequel because uh -huh. there, there's so much there's so much in the Akira universe like in just in the just in the one story like you can't just do that in one movie. There's yeah. just no way. I mean, you could you know last I mean? Airbender and fuck it all to hell. You could, but I don't I don't think Taika fuck it all to hell. I don't think Ta Taika fuck would do that. I think I think hell. he would keep it. I think he would begin it and end it. And uh, Leonardo DiCaprio is actually producing it. Ooh, uh, oh, really? Happy in a way production. Yeah, he's right. got Damn. the rights to it or whatever. Hell yeah. From, through Warner Brothers. And yeah. you know what? After next month, Taika Waititi might be a two-time Academy Award winner. Yeah. He is nominated for Jojo, Jojo Rabbit, Rabbit which I'm not going to see. And he's nominated for that for, I think, Best Picture it's nominated for and Best Writing. Best I, start, I started it. Uh, I started streaming it because I, I got the, the, the Plex server or whatever. Yep. Yeah. But uh, what do you call it? Uh, I gotta just add that to my plex. Just yeah. the just the five minutes, uh, just the five minutes like that I that saw got, that or yeah. whatever in the beginning where the kid's like talking to himself in the mirror, and he's talking to Hitler in the mirror. Yeah, and it's obviously Taika Waititi. Yeah, and it's like just them going back and forth is like. Well, maybe maybe it's within the first of, five minutes, I was like, I need to see it in the yeah. preview. Maybe because it's the the uniforms and just how they like cut the transitions for for the trailer, but it feels like. A little bit more Wes Anderson style of, of an approach to filming, like it look because it's a a kid who wants to be a part of something, and he's very like prim and proper, even though he's a fucking Nazi. Yeah, like he he doesn't know he's fucking eight years old, and that kid apparently like I saw a couple interviews with him. That kid's fucking smart. He is a smart. He is. If he's not the kid that they're getting to take over the Macaulay Culkin role for Home Alone, they need to fire whoever they hired and get this kid because he looks fucking on point like he kind of looks like him already oh, yeah. um and scarlett johansson got nominated for jojo rabbit as well she's a two-time nominee uh in addition to uh jojo rabbit she got nominated for the marriage story um for, yeah, for yeah, best yeah. actress so she did what she could <clears throat> and adam driver well. got nominated adam too, driver now unfortunately he's gonna lose because fucking joaquin phoenix better win this yeah he's going to he, he side note he on deserves that it. he deserves if you it. have not watched joker Joker's go watch so it. check it out uh he won the sag award the other day he's just sweeping up all the awards yeah, well, he was and his, super gentleman about it did you watch the sag uh, I, I saw his acceptance speech okay where he his was, acceptance speech was perfect. Dude, he went through every actor and he told them why they should why be up there. Like, he, told, he talked about Leonardo DiCaprio and how growing up, every time he would go for a role, they'd be like, well, we're really thinking about this other kid. His name's Leonardo. And kind of embarrassed him a little bit on that yeah. front. And then he just literally thanks all of them, praises all of them in their careers, Christian and then Bale. goes... Christian Bale. He's like, tells like, him to suck. He's like, like can, can you, you just please suck, suck in one movie? Yeah. Can you just not be good in one movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he goes, I'm basically standing on the shoulders of giants here. I owe everything to my favorite actor in the world, Heath Ledger. And then he walked off stage. Yeah. And he's right. He's right. Like, it literally gives me chills to think about how fucking right he <laughs> is with that. Well, his version of the Joker is definitely just a, more, a little bit more of a twisted version yeah. of... Heath Ledger's yep. Joker, and Heath Ledger was the first one to do like a twisted Joker. Yeah, yeah. like I mean, every Joker is twisted, twisted. But, like, but like really like twisted. Yeah, like you know what I mean. Well, like, I mean, it definitely dealt with. Um, it definitely dealt with. Every titty. Every um, titty. You know, psychological issues and fucking. Oh yeah, yeah. You can't not feel for the dude in the whole movie. You know what I mean? Like, well, you you sit there and you watch him, and you know, like for what they're building this movie as and before you saw it you probably heard about like all like the 
the the backlash of like how it's going to like incite riots and all this shit and it's just like yeah. no it's one of those things it's like Fight Club if you're watching this and going oh let's burn shit down you are missing the fucking point of yeah. this film for sure I yeah. mean Zach you after we watched it we burned night, stuff down I was no, gonna no, say no, yeah no. After, you, after we watched after, Fight Club after we, we went and burned everything. everything down no after we watched Joker you literally turned to me and said well, that sucks, and I'm like, what? What sucks, dude? And he's like, I just want to see a Batman movie in this movie. Yeah, yeah. And like, I, I would love to see, see Batman. Yeah, I love Batman. Batman is my favorite. He's As a best. kid, Batman no, same, was my sure. favorite. Well, for us growing up at that time, that's what we had. We really didn't have a lot more. And even the bad, the quote-unquote bad ones, the Clooney, the Kilmers, like, oh, I they love, were still yeah. entertaining to they watch. They were bad yeah, yeah. Joel Schumacher, the Joel out. Schumacher Batman. They looked bad. really bad. Like, they're cor- they're, they got a lot of cheese. They yeah. got a lot of cheese. But the, fr- the Tim Burton Some ones fromage, if you will, are great. The yeah, the first two, yeah, the first two fromage. are amazing. I do remember, and I think I've talked about it uh, a while ago on the show, Batman um, Returns the best. that the one with Val Kilmer, um, I mean, Bob Kane, the creator of Batman, Batman always said that. He, yeah, Batman Forever. He said that Val Kilmer was the best person to ever play the role of Bruce Wayne. That he like nailed it better than anybody. He's just suavest. I mean, but you want to talk first about time I ever watched mid '90s Val Kilmer is the suavest motherfucker. Oh yeah, Tombstone. But you want to talk about you want to talk about Ghost in the Darkness, God. The Doors. I mean, the Saint? second what Michael Keaton, the second woman, Michael Keaton his movie. movie where he's a blind guy. Oh my God, what was that? Oh, he had another. He had like uh, a weird. Like, talking he was, about it. It was like that. it was basically scent of a woman, but just what Val the Kilmer? saint? Another movie. The saint was fucking phenomenal. I see, yeah, I said that the saint. Oh, see, the saint. That's okay. I was like, that just popped in my head from somewhere. Roll I mean, the as tape. far as darkness goes, <laughs> though, the second Michael Keaton movie starts starts off super fucked up with fucking oh, yeah. Penguin yeah, with getting penguin. thrown into a fucking yeah. Movie. Sewer, oh, yeah. yeah, and Pee Wee Herman's his dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> God, yeah, yeah. Paul Rubens' is dad. And then I would say that that's the first introduction in my life to Christopher Walken um, as a child. I don't think I ever really knew who he was. What about until Danny DeVito as well? Danny uh, DeVito, probably. Twins, maybe I had seen before. twins. Yeah. I had definitely he, seen twins. He. Um, oh, I, I fucking love like, that. Like Romancing movie, the Stone and those movies that he directed and acted True. in at as first well. sight. At first sight, is that the yeah, name of it? Yeah, there yeah, you go. Yeah. At no, first I don't sight. remember that at all. That is like a Sorvino. tearjerker of yeah. a fucking movie, for sure. Um, all right, so enough about Taika Waititi and everything we just spun off on there. Uh, <laughs> we really, we we really got, we got No, Val Kilmer, dude. That's fine, Val Kilmer. Um, another thing that's happening, uh, High Fidelity, they are making it into oh, a TV yeah, show. Have we all seen the trailer? Everybody I saw the trailer? Yeah. Um, the gender swap is an obvious approach, and that's fine. Whatever. It's just Switch weird that up. they're using Lenny Kravitz's daughter, who looks like... Um, who looks like... She's so hot. Who uh, looks like Lisa Bonet. Yes. Like, it looks just straight like up. who was in that's High Fidelity. Yeah, I know. She yeah. just looks yeah. straight up like her. So it throws me off. Wait, it makes me that's think... That's her mom? Is it yeah. supposed to yeah. be... That was in the original The original movie? that played... Uh, Oh baby, I love your way, and Jack Black, and they uh-huh. were sitting there going like, "I always hated the song until now." Okay. Yeah, Lisa yeah. Bonet and uh, Lenny Kravitz, yeah. and yeah, now that's... Lisa Bonet is married to Aquaman. Aquaman, yeah, yeah. oh yeah, but, yeah. But the trailer, the, the trailer makes it seem like the movie. It looks so but it shot for shot. It looks so gives the same shot. feeling of yeah. the movie. But I will say, I think that the 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 duo of the like the heavier black chick and then the nerdy white guy, as opposed to the bald, not Moby-looking motherfucker and yeah. Jack Black. It looks like they did a really good job casting them and that they've got a good rapport between them, no, so I'm excited it... to see that. But 
literally the fuck you Charlie shot like in the rain yeah, standing outside up. is straight up the same thing the record store I believe is the same record store if they didn't get the same one it looks straight it up looks exactly so it's taking, similar it's taking place in the same era too right it, it, it has, has to be it has to, it has to be gotta. because otherwise you have to incorporate uh, incorporate like yeah, social media into no, it, it and that affects though. your relationship with your exes and everything like that I don't know I think they have cell phones they have cell phones I think so Maybe. Maybe it's when one of those, like... When did the original one take place, though? Uh, late 90s. 90s. I mean, it take, yeah. took late place 90s. when it, when it was... Because there was pagers, uh, I think. Made. Yeah, they had pagers. Um, yeah. But, I mean, he literally has a dream about smashing Tim Robbins' face in with a fucking old-school yeah. telephone, yeah, like, yeah, like yeah. A, a rotary. Yeah. And so I'm excited to see who plays the Tim Robbins role. I'm excited to see who they get to do this. Uh, and I really hope that they are just editing... The trailer to to, look, to entice to entice people that like the original. Yeah, because Nick Hornsby is one of the best writers. His novels are are fucking phenomenal. I read them a bunch when I was younger. He did about a boy. <coughs> he did Fever Pitch, mm-hmm. and I listening uh, to or, or watching the trailer, I went, oh, they did do an about a boy TV show that was actually yeah. pretty good for like two years, and then it got canned. And then I thought, oh fuck, I'd watch a Fever Pitch show. Yeah, like it's is that like, that? I've seen that movie show? so many times. It's a great fucking movie. Is that about yeah. baseball? Yeah, that's the Drew Barrymore, yeah. Jimmy Fallon. Yeah, it's it, and they and that one was like a weird magical thing where they filmed it the year that the Red Sox actually, actually won, won, but the originally fucking... they're supposed to lose. Yeah, and the whole story is like, it's actually based off of a, a, a football uh, team, uh, like a soccer team in the UK, because he is British. So when they adapted it to American, you know, audiences, yeah, they yeah, made yeah. it about baseball. And they went, who's the most storied losers? And they went, Red Sox. And then they had to totally revamp it. Because the end of it, originally, it doesn't work out. Like, it's a sad ending to a really, really... It's still a sad book. I mean, most of the book is sad. But in the movie, you get Jimmy Fallon just all smiles and everything yeah. like that. And just so chipper. I forget Jimmy Fallon was an actor. He was, yeah. Before he just did late night shows. I mean, he he's was still on, an actor. I mean, yeah. he, was on, he was in Jurassic but he was World. But he was an almost famous, like, yeah, back yeah. in the day, playing a guy 30 years older than he was. Whip It. Whip it. He was in yeah. Whip It. I don't remember him Ooh. in Almost Famous. Almost Famous, he's the guy that's, like, the record producer or, or an A&R guy. He's got a big beard. He's on the plane during the We're All Gonna Die. He's just, he doesn't look like him. He's got a full wig, full beard, and it's just... They wanted Jimmy Fallon after he had been on like SNL for two years. But Drew yeah. Barrymore directed Whip It. That's why. It's like, yep, it's yep, yep. They're all signed there. Is it about doing Whippets? No, it's about uh, roller derby girls. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah that was a that good movie. fucking yeah. movie. Juno. That was a re- oh damn Juno was in that. Yeah. Um, so uh, do you guys think is is are you giving it an are you going to give it a chance? The high fidelity. show? I mean, oh, yeah. watch the source episode. material. Wait, what? What uh, service is it on? Is Hulu. it in Hulu, Hulu or Netflix? Hulu or Netflix. Okay. It's on either Hulu, Netflix, sure Fulu, Amazon, Fulu. one of the two, but I believe Fulu. it is Hulu. It's on Fulu, dude. Fulu. Fulu Buffet? For You, Love You? Yes. Fulu. Bufu. All right. And then lastly on our list of things that are going on in the world, Eminem, Eminem dropped a new album, uh, I think on Friday morning. Um, now, Which I have not listened to. You've not listened to. Mikey doesn't really listen to Eminem. I've listened to uh, the one song that the music video was off and then a couple songs in the car with Zach. You've listened to the whole thing, though, right? All the yeah. Way um, right off the bat, what do you think of the oh, album? It's so good. It is brutal. It's it is gonna a take, really, it's gonna really take well months done album. To get all the, from what I've heard. all the lyrics down. Yeah. Probably. Because it is just that... I like this. I like this surprise album thing that Eminem's doing. 
Because what we all want from Eminem, we don't need some high concept, whole bunch of marketing shit. We just yeah. want to see Eminem rap better yeah. than anyone that's ever yeah. rapped before. Well, we were yeah, talking yeah. about that earlier. That's all you want. You just want to put on some With of Eminem and be like, fuck, this guy's so good. Well, yeah, yeah, else, yeah. That's uh, all you want. Who else last year when... Or, the previous album, he did the same thing. Yeah, yeah. And then what was uh, Pat's favorite dude? Um, it did the same thing. Uh, well, we were with saying Joyner Lucas and uh, we know Bring Me the Horizon did the same kind of thing. They, well, they Lucas did. Was on that album. Well, Joyner Lucas was, but I mean, that uh, released a surprise album. Yeah, right after Eminem. Right was, after uh, Eminem. Well, just going off uh, the that, one that had the, like the, all the kids on drugs on the cover and like I do not know this at all. Oh, what the fuck One of Pat's go-to guys. Well, either way. Kids on Drugs was Kids the, on Drugs. Yeah, 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 No, that was way before that. The Kids on Drugs album was Was it a the, secret drop? Um, What's his face? I don't know. I do not know yeah, what's his face. Yeah, uh, Jake Hall. Jake, Jake Hall. But he didn't market that. He just dropped it. He just it. dropped it. Now. Yeah, that came out well, like, what it was like, is, oh, Eminem put out an album. Oh, yeah. hey. And then uh, he Jay dropped Cole it. Put yeah. No, J. Cole album came out a year before that oh, Eminem I thought, album. I thought he did it around the same time, but I know, I'm pretty sure it was done the same way. Now, Dreamers 3 came out after Eminem. That was like the, yeah, okay, his record okay, labels okay, okay. thing. But. Now, with the surprise drop, I know uh, Zach and I were talking about it the other day, um, you liked his approach with the surprise drop as opposed to three to four months of marketing and like trying to build up to something. Just bam, here you go, here it is in your face. And if I remember correctly, your, your point was kind of that it's the times. You got to go with the times. Everything is kind of like right now, right now, right now. And yeah. if he throws a whole album in your face, being the arguably the goat of rap, you know, at least living or at least still putting out music. It's, sure. you know, an argument you can get into for fucking days with everybody. But you think that this this really works for the time that we're living in now. Like it, it Yeah, really, for it sure. really embraces the idea of people well, don't have anti, patience anymore. It's anti um Marketing. It's anti-marketing. He's a it's big anti enough record label. He's it's a, literally just here's my fucking well, shit. I woke, see, well, he's the, a big enough name. The way, the way I it. heard it, I woke up in the morning. Uh, it's his work label, day. Isn't it? Yeah, it's his after. label. Yeah. yeah, like it's him. I, as I would any day, and I was taking my morning shit, perusing. Mm, it's uh, the best shit. Perusing Reddit. I take two. And the, you know one of the top threads on Reddit at six a.m. on last Friday was. Holy Eminem, shit! Eminem dropped. Holy Eminem. Thoughts on Eminem's new album, and I was just like, Eminem's new album was like Eminem su surprise released the album yeah. at midnight. Fucking he went over to uh, fucking Apple Music, downloaded that shit, yeah. finished taking my shit, warmed the truck up, fucking got dressed, the whole nine, got in the truck, put on the fucking new album. Yeah, yeah. like it's like that's that. the greatest. You didn't have to go thing. to a store. You didn't have to like wait the, three days to download it on you, fucking Morpheus. And I, I let the hype go through me for a half Morpheus. hour. Morpheus. The half hour where I was <laughs> making a pot of coffee, bear shit. I just saw that you was like Morpheus. Uh, Soul Seek, you remember Soul Seek? Soul Seek, yeah, yeah. LimeWire, all them fun things. LimeWire, LimeWire, yeah. LimeWire Ares? was probably Ares. Ares, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ares 2.0, I remember that that shit dropped. I was like, oh, this shit's getting good. They're actually almost categorizing the porno I'm downloading. Still took three days. And then, and then for a while there, it was like the the uh, the, the quotation marks, quotation marks like mega upload. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of things uh, that destroyed uh, your computer. That yeah. you got, like BearShare, I remember getting a new computer and going, 
what was the thing I was using? Oh, it was BearShare, and it destroyed my computer almost immediately. Like, it wasn't a good computer by any means, but I downloaded that. It took, like, two days to just download BearShare, and then when it came, it just ripped apart. Yeah. It just fucking destroyed my computer. Virus, <laughs> virus, <laughs> malware, malware. <laughs> yeah, you, you, like, just drag everything yeah. all over the place. I would, I literally remember going through and going, okay, before I just download something, I'm gonna I'm gonna build my queue, oh, yeah. and I built a queue of like 40 fucking you know albums that I wanted to download. Then I went through and I tried to download one at a time, and I remember downloading the White Album from the Beatles, and that shit took four days to download. So in the world we live in, Zach, you heard about it on Reddit. You went on, you know, after your shit. He's got another one for you there. No, I've been waiting. You're drinking these anyway, you motherfucker. But you weren't ready. You saw, you found out about it. You took a shit. You took a shower, and you went out to your I've car. I had two albums that day, actually. Really? Um, the World Slash Inferno Friendship Society put out a new album that day Ooh. that you're gonna like. Uh, some of the songs on that. Okay. You really? Have you ever listened to them? No. I, it's a cabaret. Punk I know the band. name from you, basically. Hmm. They're cabaret, uh, cabaret punk. punk? Yeah, right. so they got Ooh, full horns. That is, that is and right it's, up it's my like, uh, alley. Jack Terry Cloth, the singer, is cheesy very uh, um, operatic. and sh- It's like Cats the Musical was a punk band. Okay. Okay. But not Cats the Movie. Cats the Musical yeah, yeah, was yeah. punk. They love Cats. They try to resurrect the Pumpkin King every Halloween. Okay. okay. It's like a cult, a real cult band. All right. Um, but anyway, they put a new album out um, that the, you're gonna love the lyrics. But you found out about that also on, on the same day, and and I knew it's I had like to Christmas, do a bunch of driving late. that day. It was Friday. I had to drive to the dealership to buy a new car. Yeah, Zach, uh, Zach had to buy a new How'd that car. go? Yeah. Oh, it's Could a beautiful you see vehicle. It in the driveway? It's yeah. a beautiful I vehicle. I didn't see it because it's all black. Oh, okay. It was the? Okay, it's just all it? black. You can't tell in the nighttime. Yeah. Was it a truck? Yeah, those collabs rich were like fucking crazy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Those collabs on those fucking download sites were crazy. Oh, yeah. The Corn <laughs> Deftones, Subnaut, Sepultura. Yeah, like that shit. Sepul- did you see Sepultura? Sepultura. 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 How do you say it? Sepultura? Yeah. Hey, it's Sepultura. Sepultura. You know what? <laughs> you never Italian make fun version. of somebody for saying something wrong because you know that they learned it by reading. <laughs> <laughs> That's a meme I saw the other day. Don't make fun of someone <laughs> mispronouncing a word. So Se- fuck it, all it, of you. It is like sepultural, sepultura, sepultura. That's why I thought sepultura. It's the you can tell I've never heard of this. Sepultura is the sepultura, sepultura cover band that dresses up as chickens. Oh, okay. Are they Brazilian? Yeah, they're Brazil, right? So it's Jesus, Jesus. All right, all right. Well, hey, us. Let's go to bands that I do know about, and let's go to a band that I do know how to pronounce their name because it's only two words. One of them is a contraction. Don't panic. Don't panic is our featured artist bread. of this. What you say? Don't what? listen. I'm gonna get some soup from the Sepultra. 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 All right, so we're gonna be playing a new single from Don't Panic. It's called No Time for Second Chances. The official release date for this is going to be February 7th. And then what they're doing this year uh, is every six weeks they are releasing a song off of the album on you know to all the streaming websites and everything. If you like what you hear, you can find them on Facebook, Don't Panic, and on Instagram as at Don't Panic Just Rock. Um, 
I gotta say, first thing, great name. When he named "Don't Panic, Don't Panic," it was one of those things like "Say Anything." That band, where I got mad that somebody took that name because I was like, "Don't Panic," fucking like Hitchhiker's Guide not- to the Galaxy is such a good but series. Such that, a good or movie. after the first song on. Uh, the first Coldplay album. No, it is definitely 100% a nerd thing. In no way do they. Um, Ted, the lead though. singer, and like uh, yeah. as far as I know, the majority songwriter for the group, um, He, I feel like this is like a, a best of album for him where he's been writing stuff for the last few years and this is like everything he's been kind of holding back. It's been about six, seven years since the guys uh, played together. And they got all the, you know, everybody that used to play in Don't Panic back on stage. They opened up for Big Wig when I saw them a couple months ago. And it was one of the best performances I've seen by a local, pretty much unknown band. Um, now, I would like to let everybody know that if you were, again, listening to this and you enjoy what you're hearing, if you are in uh, Long Branch, New Jersey, or about there on January 25th, which is this Friday, check them out at the Brighton Bar. Again, Long yeah. Branch, New Jersey. On the 31st of this month, they're going to be the Hazleton Art League in Hazleton, PA. On Valentine's Day, they're at the V spot in Scranton. Oh, that's a really fun... I've played that. I've never, I've never been to that that's one. That's a... F- like fights ensue. We Ooh. had to like people don't were, panic. People don't were panic. Bum rushing the but stage when I played the the V Club. Fuck that's, it. That's a fun place to play. And uh, well, everyone's then, crazy there. Yeah, it's good. Good, it's good. good and then good if show. you uh, are in the Stroudsburg Pocono area and you don't want to make it up to Scranton on April 11th, they will be back at the Sherman Showcase. And he doesn't have dates yet uh, solidified, but they are going to be going on a. At least a couple day tour, a couple days of a tour with the Ataris in the uh, springtime. So that, yeah, yeah. His brother used to play for the Ataris. His brother got a drum set thrown at him by the lead singer of the Ataris, and apparently everything's cool now. It was a big thing on MTV for about a week. But everything's cool now. Yeah. Um, well, he's in what? Uh, now he now he's in, he's uh, in bowling, bowling for soup, bowling for and soup, yeah. he's in uh, patent pending Pat still. Penny, yeah. um, and I guess technically pull the pin. We'll play every once in a while. What a, so what a musical family! What a musical family! They're fucking amazing. Um, and of course, fucking. Uh, Ted was in uh, well, he's in Split Fifty, Split 50 yeah, yeah, back yeah. in the day. And he, he and Bodwell were like the harmonies, and like kind of just like drove. They were the driving force of like that, like the rhythm guitar side of things. And then Ted's fucking. I mean, he would solo his fucking ass off. I they see, we still thing see where they Ted would all the time. Put their like their the guitar between the legs, guitar over the shoulder, and yeah. then all just like form like mm-hmm. a like a Mighty Morphin Power Rangers thing all on stage, and there'd be like. Five guys just all like playing different shit all on top of each other. He would do the fucking <laughs> like five guys, birds yeah, and fries. Five guys, birds and fries. He would do the Angus Young walk backwards, jump backwards. Angus uh, Deadman are playing <laughs> with the Manson cover band. Oh my god, that's w- wait be with the Manson cover band. Or oh, yeah, you guys yeah. are the Manson cover band. Uh, I, I don't really know. Hope you're just Rich, playing two you, sets. He's, he's never told you a story. They have a uh, girl that's. Frequents the band or is friends with the band who is a stripper, I think. Ooh, nice. Yeah, but they're playing with them? pasties. Yeah, yeah. Wears pasties. Well, pasty, pasty, pasties. Hey, can no, we? She, I think. She Rich, what, what is? Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Rich, what is the deal with the cover band? Yeah, what's the deal with this cover band? What's Let us know. And while you're letting us know, I would like to just say that "No Time for Second Chances" the song where they were about to hear. I have listened to probably. 40 times in the last two weeks since he sent it to me. 
It is. We did talk about it. Now one of my favorite fucking songs. It is super catchy. I don't want to oversell this before you hear it, but it is really fucking catchy. Ted, from my knowledge of Ted, from having like worked shows with him back in the day, driven to shows with him and being in the car with him, he loves the Beatles. He loves Bayside. He loves Foo Fighters. He loves things that are like catchy, well constructed songs. And he is is a, a student of that style, and he knows how to write a fucking pop song. He really knows how to write a catchy song, and obviously they get to record over at Soundline, um, so they get like the quality is top fucking notch. Um, so what do we got? Any any updates on this thing with Richard over uh, here? I said they were called Tourniquet, but they're not doing it. Anymore. Oh, they're not doing it anymore. All right. Well, what we are going to be doing we talked about anymore is this playing show. this single. So again, this release is February seventh. Uh, available digitally February 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 seventh. February. Here is more sugar. More sugar. Is this better? better? Is this better? (laughs) All right. So here is no time for second chances from Don't Panic. We'll see you guys in a few minutes. Enjoy the ditty. It's over, it's over, they're up to work, you know. 
All right, there you have it. There you have it. That is, again, No Time for Second Chances from Don't Panic. You can check them out on Facebook. Just look up Don't Panic. Or on Instagram as at Don't Panic Just Rock. Again, a bunch of upcoming shows. April 11th at the Sherman Showcase in Stroudsburg, downtown And that's why we'll never be sponsored by that theater. All right, so. Oh, we got shit falling in the back. You're breaking cue ball at us! Those were expensive things. Come on now, Junior! Oh, what we got? We got, oh my god, so much shit's falling in the background. Thank god we have that angle to see it all. (laughs) Yeah! Yeah! I rolled six pounds of joy! Yeah! Oh, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. again, thank you uh, to Don't Panic for letting us premiere that. That is pretty much the world premiere of that song. Oh, it's yeah. going to be, again, February 7th will be available. And then check them out every six weeks. <laughs> that is the Berg premiere. Every of, uh... six weeks <laughs> for the rest of the year, they're going to be releasing singles throughout yes. the year. Um, and speaking of singles, we are back for the first of the decade, the first of the year, the first of the season, the Brunch Weekly original single. Yay. Now, Zach, you have a big, you, you've got the master plan for all this. What is, what What are we into for the next six weeks, and what is this song this, all about? This part of a, a six-part album called The Epitome of Definition. Or The Definition of Epitome. Yeah. It works both ways. Um... The meaning of the we're meaning of. In, we're gonna get. We're getting into weird. We're getting weird stuff. Very weird. Very stuff. weird Again, shit, dude. We've. Uh, we you know we go through themes here, and I like to stick to a theme, because like this song is, next week's song is probably gonna be better than this. Okay. Because like it gets into like we bigger, get into better, a, onwards and upwards. Um, a as theme, we do. You know, when, we, when we try writing things that are similar. Yeah. So this is all about. Odd time signatures and weird stuff. It's math rock. Yeah, you, you had to come to there math math rock. Rock. You wanted yeah. to do math rock. So now, how many uh, time changes are there? Time signatures in this song. In this song, thirteen. Thirteen. How many different time signatures are used in this song? Uh, there's three, four. There's three, four. Four, four. Four, four. Five, four, and eleven, eight. Eleven, eight. Now let's go to Justin on this. Justin, right. how did you feel about eleven eight? Uh, I struggled with some of it in the beginning. Oh, it's like I'm still trying to figure it out. Yeah. Me too. Me too. Uh, sitting was, in the uh, other room, I'm sitting there like trying to count along, and then I mess up counting along, and I'm just like, yeah, I'm not even gonna bother like tapping my foot or yeah. patting along to this. Just like, like trying eventually, to spiritually send the vibe through the you wall. Know, after you, oh, yeah, after you, you start it. playing it enough, yeah. Like, and uh, the help of some MIDI drums in the back, like oh, I sure. just need something to fucking give me an idea of where you. Yeah, give you a basis you know I mean? that you're jumping off from for sure. Oh yeah. But uh, but yeah. So, uh, what artists were inspiring you, Zach, for the making of this song? What specifically were you reaching? Well, for? we can go through my. Uh, I did send you guys a, a required listening for season se- four season playlist. Four, part one. Literally required, required listening was yep. the name of it. And I was like, ooh, I like it. We're getting a syllabus now. <laughs> We're getting educated by Zachary over here. And Zachary. Now, so the, there were seven songs on our required playlist. Yes. I listened uh, to all four of them. <laughs> the first one was Milk Lizard by Dillinger Escape Plan. Yeah, oh, such a good song. That was a great song. Uh, Seven Four Shoreline by Broken Social Scene. Wow, I love that song. 
That's uh, no one knows. I know never. No, that's one of my favorite bands. I love that song. Uh, Underrated, li- underappreciated. Limo Wreck by Soundgarden. Yeah, yeah. That's a good five-four song. Mm-hmm. Uh, never meant by American Football. That one I love. I uh, love that song. It's such a good song. Motivational song by Algernon Cadwaller. I had never heard of. Nobody that knows f- about this. Never that? heard of. Never heard. Algernon, Algernon Cadwaller. Cadwaller. They were from Philly. Right? Philly. Yeah. Um, they were like uh, the area you were going to college down in Philly. Yeah, right? like twenty, like two thousand eight through like two thousand twelve. Like Philly, you noodle, almost wrote noodly, a check with the wrong date guitar there. Twenty oh nine. You know that lots of lots yeah. of weird noodly the noodles. Uh, Possum Kingdom by the Toadies. Yeah, that's to practice those switches between different time changers. If you know how to play that song, you know what I'm talking about. You know how fucking difficult it is to get the and, whole and that everyone on the same page with that sounds song. Sounds so simple. Like mm-hmm. they did a great job of making it sound super fucking simple. And then until you are pointed, it's pointed out to you, or you're just musically inclined enough to notice, you're like, oh shit, oh shit. I didn't realize how fucking difficult that song was. And then when you put it on the list, I started listening through. I'm like, no clue what the fuck's going on here. I wouldn't be able to play that. And then uh, Jombie by Tool, because Mm -hmm. we're getting into weird times. Uh, Tool and Soundgarden are probably the two best bands that can play in odd time changers. And you don't realize because it's grooving so hard. Yeah. Yep. Soundgarden especially has, like, there's songs that you know, like Spoon Man. That when you count, you're like, this is thirteen eight, and then and then a, a measure of ten. Yeah, but 10, you said eight, that when he then, would go into write, he yeah, would just Kim, write, Kim and they'd Dale be like, never, uh, "What'd you just do?" And he's like, "I don't know. This is what I do." Like, it just, just yeah, like, it, it just comes out. it happened. He just made What'd the, you do? the fucking I did that. Riffs. I did that. Um, now you do that. Now I'm not. I'm purposely making riffs odd. Yes, yeah. which is not you know as unusual for you. Uh, before we get any further yes. with the, uh, the song for the week, yeah. uh, going back to what Tourniquet is, Richard sent me oh. a quick video. Oh, okay. Well, let's YouTube. check this out. This is the Manson cover. This is the Manson cover. Marilyn Manson. Fronted by Tommy Wiseau. What? Well, they actually got chicks up there if I didn't take a look. All right. Okay. So that's what... Yes, now, this is what he said they don't do anymore, right? Yeah, they don't do this anymore. Oh, that's unfortunate. Shake that ass. Oh, yeah, oh, pasties. pasties. There yeah. you go. Titties pasties. Is out. I like it. Yep. Titties is out. Always a good thing. What's up? Yeah. All right. So, so um, back in so so then, let's uh, that, that, that's the musical side of it. Uh, for the uh, lyrical side of this, you uh, you messaged us the other day. And you basically you just sent a Wikipedia page that said hauntology. Yeah, that was H A U N T O L O G Y. Based off definitions of things. And I so, agree with that, Rich. And lyrically, lyrically, I knowing that you were saying epitome of definition is what we're going for. That is the name of the album. I am basically trying to invoke as many uh, metaphors and as many like just l- little phrases that come along with with each word that you're going to throw at us. Now, um, you know it the best. What would you... How do you describe hauntology? It's like a nostalgic feeling, but more so a nostalgic feeling for something that you never actually 
Yeah. Experience. It's when I read the the blurbs about it, it, it basically felt like, you know how you'll sit there and you'll wonder what if, like, oh, like if I had not done this when I was 18 years old, how much different my life would be. Sure, and you kind of go through the butterfly and, effect of that. And it's wonderful because the nostalgia. I'm sorry. What are you doing? What are you, playing music? Good I was trying to add it to uh, my playlist. What, what a noob over here sorry. not knowing how to not mute things. Um, but yeah, so uh, this is ontology. It's all about feeling, again, nostalgic for something that you never had feeling nostalgic for uh, things that, that will never change and, and you can't do anything to change them, but really hoping and wanting and dreaming that one day, you know that dream you have that you, you wake up one morning and, and you're back in high school and you're like going to your like senior class or maybe it's the college and you're like, oh, I haven't been here like all semester and I'm like freaking out because I need to take this test. And for whatever reason, I think everybody has a dream related to that. Like, I'm unprepared, and it's the feeling of, like, the fear of being unprepared. Sure. That dream is what hauntology kind of, like, related I, to me. I had a dream that I was in high school the other night. Yeah. But it was super fucked up that we were playing basketball with free weights. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> like, throwing, like, the weights at the hoop and shit. And I went to the gym teacher, I was like... This is not safe. <laughs> I, was like, I am the voice of reason. I was like, I don't want to do this. Can I just go, like, to the... In my head, what I said was, like, can I just go to the weight room for the rest of the period and, like, just lift weights? So the, the way to the weight room through the back of the school in my dream was through a restaurant. Oh. And I remember right. walking, like, the restaurant was packed, and I'm looking at everyone... Are you food? carrying the weights with you? or No, no I'm trying okay. to find the weight room. But behind the gym is a, f- is a full-on Full. packed restaurant. <laughs> Did it smell good? So it's like the mixture of things that suck in my life. High school, home and, class, and, and working, working in restaurants. In restaurants. Yep, yep. And it was just like mixed together. But wow. I was just like, I can't. Coach, I was like, Coach, I can't play basketball with the free weights. Like, can't do it. It's not safe. It's not good for me. All right. My mother will be very mad. Hit the weight room, Storm. Hit the weight room. All right. (laughs) All right. So the song is called Hauntology. What uh, time did we come in on this? 625. 625. Is there anything mathematical about that? No. Well, 6 plus 2 is 8, and 8 plus 5 is 13. The number 23. that's lucky. And we're on a lucky streak, and you've got lucky strikes. So it works out. All right. Forced it, but it works out. All right, so without any uh, further ado, let's jump right into it. This is our first single of the decade of the year of the season. Here is Hauntology off of the epitome of definition. Brunch (coughs) and Kyle Mocha. We'll see you guys in six or so minutes. Enjoy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome our next guest on Kyle Mocha Won't Shut Up. right yeah. in the big frame yeah. oh mr <laughs> mikey martino mikey compton to those who know him well oh and won't let the pass go um, <laughs> 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 all right now mikey you are here because a we already uh, established you helped us a lot with the the video work on uh, all these little things that uh, we're surprising everybody with tonight so yeah. again big thank you uh, for your Probably. help there um, but in addition to that, we don't hate you. Um, Just don't ask me again. <laughs> it won't ever happen again. Don't worry. Don't worry. We will never, ever, ever, ever ask you to do anything with us after this ever yeah. again. We're done. No problem. We're done. Yeah, here. Actually, there's a front door. We're good. Front actually, door. I'll, I'll be taking this mic. You got to go to the back yeah. door. Actually, there's a table in the way. Oh, yeah, you guys can keep the Long Island stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. We appreciate the Long Island. Um, but you, uh, you, you are a person that I, I mean. The entirety of you and I knowing each other, um, our biggest bond has always been movies. We Definitely, are yeah. huge nerds. We yeah. love <laughs> fucking. We love film, and we are the assholes that will call it film. Um, yeah. we, but we also love movies, and we know what movies yeah, to yeah, call yeah, movies yeah. and what movies to call films. Call, call, yep. We're very particular about uh, what we say and how we how we call things. Um, but I mean, since. Since I've known you, you and I ha have hit it off talking about things. You've turned me on to yourself and to uh, to a lot of movies that I wouldn't have seen uh, just through conversation. And I one think thing, for me and you was the moment that you started talking to me about Gaspar Noel, and I yeah, was like, yeah. "Holy fuck!" The somebody two else of you. I think it took like, the two of you talking both about that yeah, for yeah, me yeah. to finally be like, "What was it? Love." Well, no, well, they had yeah. Irresistible, then Enter yeah. the Void. Irreversible. Irreversible. Irreversible yeah. and Enter the Void. Yeah. Oh, which, which, one's, the, which one's the creep? You got the weird rape scene thing. Irreversible. Oh, oh yeah, that was tough. That There's was a tough watch. There's some crazy shit in Enter the Void, too. There is yeah. a lot of crazy yeah. shit in Enter the Void. There's a lot of crazy shit in Love, and I have not seen his new movie. I haven't seen it yet. You need to watch Love, I haven't seen Climax yet, either. I haven't seen Climax, but you need to watch Love. It's me and Zach. I actually didn't know what the fuck yeah. the movie was about, and I put it on. And literally the first scene is a dude getting jerked off to a 3D cum shot. Oh, so it's about love. And I was just like, yeah. oh, no, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, all right, well, I guess we're into scenes, this. So. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. Porno. Like porno level It is, sex yeah. Scene. 100%. Yeah. It's porno noir. But it, th yeah. that movie is... Porno noir? That's, yeah, that's actually porn a really noir? good way to... to, to it's yeah. specifically about this couple that is living in uh, somewhere in the UK and a young girl moves in next to them. Okay. But it's more, from what I've read, it's more like a movie about, like, sort of like an autobiography of, of him, in a sense, like something mm. that he's actually gone through, like a small snippet of his life. Well, that is he one thing that I, that I love about, I mean, most of our friends and, and most of the people that we, we hang out with, we're all, we're, most of us are all nerdy, um, whether it's music, movies, both, TV, anything like that. We all have our interests, and we stick by what we really, really like. Yeah. And... 
there are movies that some people will tell me to watch, and I'll watch them. I'll go, okay, like pretty much all of Gaspar and well, I I watched it. I do not. It's it's like what's that fucking Jared Leto fucking heroin Requiem? movie? Requiem. Never need to watch it again. I know. And that's most oh, Darren Aronofsky movies. So many dumb I do not need to see most of them twice. I saw I saw the fountain. I saw the fountain once. Saw the fountain on once. Acid, and oh, I, I, no. what do you call it? No, 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 no! It was very profound. It yeah. was very. It Did it make my more life. sense? It changed my life and it changed my perspective and it changed how I treat people. Oh, okay. And it's, it's like completely well, changed maybe, my whole way of thinking. Maybe I need it's to do that. It's a movie I could never watch again though because I feel like it'll. Lose what was that? Jackman? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was that Hugh yeah, Jackman? Hugh Jackman. Jackman. It'll Winslet? lose. Uh, no, no, no. Um, oh, oh, um, um, the um, oh, yeah, you're right. Rachel uh, Weiss. Rachel Weiss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. It uh it just changed how I view my relationships with people and okay. just like how I interact with them and and it's I feel like it'll lose all of its weight and yeah. all the depth that I got from it if yeah. I watch it again. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like I, I know exactly what happens. And you I got know it. it You've been there. I've done that. Yeah. I bought the ticket. I took the ride. Yeah. I don't need yeah, to go yeah, down yeah. that road Absolutely. ever again. Absolutely. Yeah. I get yeah. you. I get you. But the one thing I love is that we all are. Mm. Very interested in the things that we are very interested in. Like, what's up? No just one Kurt coming at. What? Just one Kurt. Uh, Justin. Tease for Sorry. next Party foul. Tease for next week. Looks like it's not just like you. Oh, 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 oh my god. Oh, Producer is fired. I'm out of here. All right. Get out of here, Delman. You can have my Long Island as well. Uh, you got a Long Island. And three lucky strikes. Or lucky streaks. And like eight lucky strikes, probably. Um, but we we all we all have different interests. We all have things that um, that that really reach us and, and mean something to us. And we'll like a good person will go. Hey, this made an impact on my life. This is something that really changed me. Whether it's just in entertaining or as you were saying, and it, it changed my outlook on the way I I act on a Literally, daily on basis. Literally, on just who I am today yeah. is because of that movie. Yeah. yeah, and how you how you you uh, interacted with it. Um, so what I wanted to do is we just wrapped up the the teens, the 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 2010s, if you will. Yeah. We are now in a new decade, and a great thing to do at the end of a decade is to look back at what might have been overlooked, what might have been missed. And since we are all four very different people with very different individual tastes, yes. I thought it would be fun for each of us to throw out a couple of movies that we felt were underrated, um, underappreciated, maybe didn't underperform. They might have had great box office, but they were just kind of shunned. Because yeah. I'm not putting this on the list because this is probably the worst movie of the decade, but Avatar, The Last Airbender, um, it was... Oh. I think oh. that's 2010. I think it was like right at right. 2010. You might be right. When you were saying Avatar, I was like, nah. That was 09. That was 09. But the last Airbender, right, I believe, is right. 2010. And that's added to the confusion that Avatar had just come out. Um, but that movie was so universally panned, and most people agree with that. Um, and if you were a fan of the original content, it was terrible. So, I mean, it's easy to look at something that's terrible, but I want to look at the things that, that we we loved that were underappreciated. Last last Airbender made a shitload of money. Yeah. But it wasn't good and nobody really likes it. Well it, it got it got screwed because of the name, basically. I mean I never watched it. I didn't okay, see it. You didn't see it, so yes, it got screwed because well, I mean, of the I name. Mean, I mean but if you watched it, that was probably the second or third movie of my life that I wanted to walk out of. I was there with Micah well, yeah. and Kev Sessions and we were there. 
uh, both both of them uh, past guests on this show, so you can check them out in, in uh, older episodes. Um, but they, uh, we were all sitting there, and I think Micah and I had watched the show, and Kev had never seen the show. And it basically made Kevin... You watch the show? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't like anime. But I know. That... You're not an anime guy. Which is, like, a shame it's... because... I, I, there, I, is, there is a lot of... I never there's a lot of anime show. that I, 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 like anime. I would You should watch Akira watch. before... I need definitely to. Before the... Because that's, like, a movie. And that's, a, like, a whole... I've it's so a, good, dude. But oh, that. But see, the difference... But the difference between Akira and just a regular anime, though, is Akira changed the standard for how a lot of animation was done. Yeah, definitely. So there is a lot of things that if you're into film yeah or even just hand-drawn like animation yeah it changed the amount of detail. a lot of stuff yeah the amount of detail and that I'm, went I'm, into not, I'm not opposed insane. to checking out more but it's one of those things that's just like airbender was basically my brother kevin told me you need to watch the show and i went i do not want to watch an anime show and I was, he was like, no, you need to. And I was like, no, our neighbor growing up loved Dragon Ball, and I fucking had to watch Dragon Ball all the time. I, love Dragon, I love Dragon Ball. I didn't get it because I New probably came just out, by the way. would watch yeah. like random Looks episodes awesome. and not know what was going on. And I'm sure if I got into the, the story and everything that I would really enjoy it. But Kevin was like, listen, it's three seasons. It's done. That's all you got to deal with, like 20, 24 episodes a piece. And I watched them, and I was like, Holy fuck. Hey, I love the animation style. I've never had a problem with the animation style, but it's just like... You know what I think you would like a lot? Uh, Full Metal Alchemist. I've heard a lot about so that good. as well. Um, Avatar, Avatar The Last Airbender, though, um, oddly enough, created by a dude named Michael DiMartino. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? What's your like middle it? name? Well, no, no, no. That's not his middle name. It's DiMartino. Is oh, DiMartino. DiMartino. Right, but uh, mine's A. Mine's A. A? Yeah. Michael A. Martino? Yeah. yeah. You are Ma'am. one of the Martinos. Yeah. <coughs> Michael A. is it Arthur? No, Anthony. Anthony, yeah. oh man, Andrew. I'm Italian. Anthony, okay. I'm Italian and Puerto Rican. Michael Anthony. Anthony. Michael Anthony. Michael Anthony. Michael Antonio. Antonio Michael. Michael Antonio Martino. So, but yeah, that, but that was that was a, that was a bad movie that made a lot of fucking money. What mm-hmm. I what I wanted to focus on uh, was just movies that we feel. Were, were overlooked. Movies yeah, that we feel should have a place in history and most likely they will not or most likely they have a hard go of making it at this point. So since Mikey, since you are our featured guest tonight for the first episode of season four, I want to start with you. Okay. If you have a couple of runner-ups, runner-ups. ideas and then what your number one overall... All right, so uh, first runner-up, I'm gonna go with Venom. All oh right. yeah, good, yeah, that is a good. good made a dude. fuck ton of money at the at the box office, so but got good. shit on. But got so shit on by critics. Critics, so excuse me, critics. Jesus Christ, critics. You said <laughs> critics, as I said so much. So we're good. Dude, that movie had me dying. The moment, like, when he was first starting, to, when Venom was first talking to him, and yeah. he's walking down the street, and he's like, huh? Who did the voice yeah. of Venom? Was it David Keith? It was Keith? him. No, 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 it was Tom Hardy. Because it, yeah, it, it felt like David Keith, Keith like that. David? Like, Keith David, not David Keith. David Keith's Keith, a white guy actor Keith, from the Keith 90s. David, who, Keith David, who did, he was famous for Spawn. Spawn, yeah. That yeah. was the voice. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I'll actually come, I'll actually, I'll actually be able to. The the proud, the Marines. I'll be able to actually full circle back. Okay. All right, so, All right, so Keith David with my with my picks. 
Um, and if you need a full circle Venom, back to David Keith, the movie Gold Diggers with Christina Ricci in 1994, he was the oh, bad Jesus. guy in that. Yeah. It was a white guy actor. It was basically a bad Brando. Neil McDonough. Anyway. But um, what do you call it? Uh, so Venom. Venom, definitely. Mm-hmm. That, that was very highly underrated. I mean, it got shit on by critics. I mean, the, the, I mean, rightfully so in, in, in certain senses. Like, it, like, as a whole, the movie was just very, like, shoddily put together. <laughs> But I feel like it made for a very fun movie. Oh, oh totally so good, fun! Good. I remember being. I mean, I saw it twice in theaters. That I mean, I, I don't I mean, I see a not, movie twice. Who did I, mean, I see? I mean, that, that, did I see that with you in theaters? Yeah, you saw it with me. Yeah, 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 okay, he went, yeah. He went with us. That was a nice um, Wednesday afternoon. Yeah. I, I think. I think the problem that that Venom. Yeah, Zach was, was there too. What, weren't you? Yeah, yeah. I saw. I yeah. saw the movie. Yeah, we were all there. I think we all went. We won't. I don't remember. I know I saw it in theater. But I think I probably saw with you guys. Yeah, I think you did. Yeah. I think what it suffered from was the. Uh, Disney syndrome, where it wasn't like the CGI was great. Like, don't get me wrong, they they fucking nailed. But it, it wasn't pieced together. The but way it wasn't that a it wasn't a Marvel movie. Yeah, well, I think hilarious. DC follow falls mm-hmm. a lot on that. Where people are like, oh Marvel, oh wait DC. What, yeah, what's going which on is with so this? very weird to me because it's like more, before I don't ten know if years saw... ago, you didn't give a shit about Marvel. Well, DC was everything. But I, yeah, yeah. But well, I a lot also of people. Yeah, yeah, but a lot I also feel like okay. So I don't know if you guys saw that Morbius trailer. But yes. How, oh. how? Okay, so there's graffiti Spider Man. There's graffiti Spider Man on the wall. And but it it's Tobey Maguire Spider Man. No, no. It looks totally. It does look like it. It looks okay, so it does much look like that. It. But you notice how it says murderer across it? Yeah. That's because of the shit that happened in Far From Home. Yep. And there's and uh, what do you call it? And Michael Keaton's at the end of that trailer. It is Vulture. And, and is it Vulture? So is that Vulture? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, so is Michael Keaton's playing Vulture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he plays well, he Vulture in Homecoming. In, in, in Homecoming. Spider-Man Homecoming. Yeah, he played him. In oh Spider-Man yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, they yeah, are yeah, yeah. pulling him yeah, into yeah, yeah, the yeah. Sony. No, that no, no, no. They're no. no that's they're, a setup. For... They're now telling you that Morbius is MCU. Like yeah. that's like. Uh, all the all the Sony shit now going forward. Are they going to go Sinister Six with Morbius? Yeah, probably. Uh, but like, here's yeah. the thing: Do you think that through the whole Sony and Marvel thing, they're that be they doing, made a Venom's going to be making his way over to the MCU? He is. Okay. And I feel like a it lot was a of mistake. They, they they it was a mistake. It was a huge mistake not having that connected sure. already. Yeah, sure. But that's because they were holding out for that deal. Yeah. And, and what do you call it? And because a year the deal later didn't go they through, got the deal after that all that A year bullshit. later the deal didn't go through until yeah. until Bob Iger, Tom yeah. Holland and uh Tom Rothman got together and they were like, "All right, we need to like Yeah, exactly. Tom Holland's because pretty much just been I will be this guy in yeah, any yeah, form yeah. I can for as much as I can. For as long as I can, yeah. Because I'm not a moron. He'll yeah. probably be Spider-Man for the next 20 years. Well, yeah, he can I mean, be. Yeah. Totally. He's and, fucking about 23, 24? And what do you call it? Apparently, uh this is like super rumor too, but like the, for real they're thinking about and the reason why they put that uh the reason why they made it look like Tobey Maguire suit yeah. on that thing is there? Uh, they're saying that they're gonna try and get a live action Spider Verse between. Garfield, I would love Tom, that. Dude. Holland oh, and uh, Tobey Maguire. I would Garfield. Garfield. Yeah, Andrew yes. Garfield and. Uh, oh Toby my god! Yeah, I would dude. love. If they, uh, they get him to do the old washed up guy that they did in, in with Jake Johnson, yeah, 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 yeah. That yeah. was he was so good so at that. Good, yeah. yeah, he literally might be the only person I thought was. More amazing, but I don't think they even need him to do. Movie. They don't even need to make him like a washed-up Spider-Man, just a Spider-Man who's been through the shit. Yeah, exactly. you know, what I mean, well, he was through the shit. We saw yeah. him go through the yeah. shit in three yeah. movies, but like, I mean, like a dude who's been through the shit. He's like, do you now, think they'll like, reference his emo phase and in, in that? No. Oh, I'm sure. They well, I mean, they did Spider-Verse. in Spider-Verse. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? So like, yeah, they did that. Straight I think up. at this point, yeah. they just know that the fans like, if you don't, if okay, 
Okay, with comic book movies, if you're not providing fan service, yeah. why are you making that? Exactly. Like, exactly. I'm sorry, that's but it's it literally is. the whole point. It's literally the whole point. That's why people go out to see comic book movies is because they yeah. want... They're already fans. And not to go off on a, another Star Wars tangent, but go fuck anybody that's not happy with, with Star Wars, you get more Star Wars. Yeah. Like, it's fan service. It's going to happen. Yeah. It's I mean, going to happen. They just had to end the trail. They had to end everybody. Well, that's yeah. the big argument with, like, the whole thing with Last Jedi is that, like, Ryan Johnson's like... I feel like as a viewer, you should be challenged. And it's like, no, not with like your beloved franchise. Yes. Exactly. Your beloved franchises, you give us Looper, give us Knives Out or whatever. The original challenges, the original challenges were the original movies. Those were the original. Now you build on that. Which can I say that I went back and rewatched Last Jedi before I went and saw. um, Which you didn't even need to because I didn't need to. No, no, I didn't need to, but I wanted to. He literally erases it. Yeah. But I wanted to. the biggest gripe against it. I, I, but think that was I wanted to, but everything that I had a problem with that movie, except for the fucking milk scene, I had no problems with. Yeah, I enjoyed the movie, mainly mainly for the imagery, dude. He, I will say this. He fucking captured some of the best imagery in any Star Wars movie ever. It was almost like Kubrick directed that movie. Now, see, okay, yeah. and I see what you're saying, because see, he's yeah, very, because Kubrick also does the thing with the colors, and he keeps very, yes, very, very strict much color so. schemes and stuff like that. But that's the thing, it's like... Star Wars has never been directed by like an art house filmmaker. Yeah, no. no, true. You know what I'm saying? Like you need you need somebody that's going to go in there and He's give a you a blockbuster brick. film. He yeah. made brick. Looper, Looper, Looper for that matter. I mean, but literally, like you need somebody that goes Looper? in there and Looper. can, you know, like Joseph Gordon-Levitt, Bruce Willis. <laughs> yeah, what do you call it? But J.J. Uh, uh, Abrams. I mean, he already did the first two Star Trek, so we knew he could do a dope fucking space movie. True. You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, so it just makes sense. And he literally is hailed as, like, the Neo Spielberg. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, so yeah. it's just like... Going to happen. Alright, so that wasn't your number one. What was your number one most overrated movie? Number one uh, most overrated, underrated. actually, uh, uh, sorry, underrated, underrated, excuse underrated, me, that, overrated. Uh, that I just saw literally a couple days ago was Overlord. Oh, I still have to watch that. Holy shit. I heard that was amazing. Nazi Zombies. Nazi Zombies. It's on Hulu. It was originally slated to be one of the Cloverfield movies that J.J. Abrams produced. Oh. And and they they didn't know what to do with it. But then then they did uh, Cloverfield Paradox and and 10 Cloverfield Lane. Give us the the elevator pitch 10 Cloverfield Lane is amazing. Okay, of Overlord? Of Overlord. Okay, so it's a a bunch of uh, paratroopers in World War II. Getting ready to uh, hop down uh, behind enemy lines. Yeah. You know what I mean? And um, so I, you know, so their plane, their plane gets hit and they have to rush out and, and get dropped out into the middle of nowhere yeah. or whatever. And they end up coming across this, uh, they end up coming across um, this French, uh, this French little, you know, village. Village, You right. know what I mean? That's being occupied by Nazis or whatever. And they're doing these weird experiments. And all of a sudden, um, you know, you you start seeing some weird shit going down. And and um, the one dude, the one main dude, um, actually one of the main characters is Wyatt Russell, <laughs> Kurt Russell's son. Oh. And dude, I can honestly say the whole time, and that's why I was coming back to the whole Keith David thing. Okay. Because Wyatt Russell and Overlord reminds me of Kurt Russell in The Thing. Oh. Like the way that he acts. Okay. Yeah, and he's yeah, just yeah. super serious and very strict and just like to the to the T, you know what I mean? Uh, Wyatt Russell just like remind he just just got it man he just he he the he real was question is are we gonna see another 
Big Trouble in Little China too. I highly doubt it, but they did. Uh, they did. Uh, they did finish off the story in the comic books. Okay. They, okay. Did, they did comic books. Uh, it's called Old Man Jack. All right. And All uh, right. what do you call it? And it's literally uh, Kurt Russell's character as an old man. Yeah. With, uh, all that so shit what are back. the what are the reasons that people might have not seen this movie, might have overlooked it? No big actors. No big actors. No big actors. I think it was um, just dubbed as a ho- regular horror movie. Yeah. Well, yeah. And and once it got written Bad off as not a once Bad it got written off as not a Cloverfield movie, yeah. I feel like everyone stopped caring about okay. it. Okay. Nazi zombies, dude. Okay, remember how big that was? Yeah, like, yeah. like there was a uh, like everybody zombie, was all yeah, the Nazi Call of Duty Moon movie. Well, what there was, was Call of Duty, but there's there's plenty of movies. Iron uh, Sky, Iron that Sky. Movie, that's what I'm thinking. Well, Iron Sky. There's that, yeah, but then the there's, also, there's also there's also um, I didn't see the second. Dead Snow. Yeah, Dead Snow, where the yeah. where the, the kids yeah. end up at like some fucking. Uh, what do you call it? Um, so Nazi zombies, like huge premise. Like everybody yeah. loves that premise. You know what I mean? Um. But if it could only be werewolf women of the SS. But but you know what? And it's it's sort of like that. But it's like more. Yeah. It, there's more to it than that. Yeah. And um, uh, without getting too like spoilery or whatever, like it's just I don't know. It's just it's it was a fun movie from start to finish. But I will also say like I don't know if you've ever seen Dunkirk. It just captures. Oh yeah, it's I a great okay. movie. I have not. Well, Dunkirk captures like the how intense a World War II scenario is. This movie you ever also captures. Band of Brothers? It, like the mm-hmm. whole series, same feel. Not the whole series, but James showed me it years ago, and he was like, his pitch to me on that was, look at the casting compared to the real people, like yeah, yeah, Band yeah, of true. Brothers. And then I, I looked side by side photos. I'm like, holy, how shit, does man. Barry Pepper just look like that guy? Yeah, right. Like, how does David Schwimmer just look like yep. that guy? Like yeah. that, that fucking blew oh, my man. mind. I love it. Joe Toy is my favorite. If you've character never seen Band of Brothers, Band of Brothers, watch that. Yeah, I love Definitely. Band of Brothers. Yeah, I would. I need to go back and watch the, the, that all the, the way scene. Through. The scene where like he was like the dude was so crazy that he just ran from across the battlefield and like because no one and, and nobody yeah. was shooting at him because they weren't they didn't even know what the hell was yeah, going exactly. on. Yeah, exactly. And then he just like runs and then he makes it all the way yeah, back. He and, runs like, forward, runs all the way back, gets everybody to move. Yep. Oh, so is good. so good. Um, but yeah, man, uh, Overlord fucking, like, uh, I think I think re- what really did it for me was um, Kurt, Kurt Russell's kid. Yeah. yeah? Kurt Russell's son, he just played such a good character. So you would say the number one reason that you think to watch it is good movie, but check out Kurt Russell's mm-hmm. kid. Dude, watch him, watch him, watch Is this him, him this and Goldie Hawn's child? Yeah, or? yeah. Oh, well then, fuck Dude, yeah. but he looks like... I mean, like Dakota Johnson's not his, but she's yeah, a pretty yeah, yeah. fucking That's amazing Don Johnson. actress. That's, yeah, she's that, an yeah, amazing yeah, yeah. actress. Uh, Peanut Butter Falcon, wait, wait, wait. she was fucking wait, wait, wait. great wait, wait, wait. in that. Dakota Johnson, isn't that... Th- that's Don Johnson and Melanie Griffith. Oh, Melanie Griffith. Yeah. yeah. Nah, I'm racist against yeah. white women. But yeah, no, that's who that is. <laughs> but yeah, what do you call it? Um, yeah, completely different people. Totally. But, um, <laughs> Strike that from the record. You know what? Let's just end the show. Strike that. We're done. We're done. Bye. Music. Peace. All right. But no, that's why. Um, honestly, his performance. If you love the thing, um, and also because it's it's Wyatt Russell and a black dude. Okay. So it's like Kurt Russell and Keith David. Oh. So it's what full you call it. That's circle. why I was calling full circle, sir, or whatever. Hell yeah. And what do you call it? But um, also, I don't know if you guys have seen Watchmen. But the dude, uh, he the movie more, or the show, the show that just uh, got canceled. HBO. No, it didn't get canceled. They, oh. they said they're not going forward without Damon Lindelof, but but the uh, the uh, CEO of HBO hasn't completely written off because real like realistically, 
if okay, think about it this way, real quick. If you're a CEO of a company, yeah, who, it's also true, who has like a big, big, big show on your hands now, and Damon Lindelof already said like you guys can do a second season. I'm just not doing it. You know what I mean? Um, clearly, like, was a there a reason years, why he wasn't doing it? He said he wrote some of his best shit. He wrote so much good shit for that first season that he doesn't even have anything creatively to do for Makes a second. Sense. So, like, good on him for, like, not just wasting everyone's time and, like, trying to, like, True Detective well, do what BBC does like, I love True Detective six season years two. and then yeah. make a good ba- uh, But good they season. rushed him on that one, yeah. so it didn't sure. come out as good as the first yeah. one. Um, and it was just a lot more basic than the first one. The first one was, like, more, like, twisty-turny, philosoph- philosoph- philosophical, uh, philosophical, Jesus Christ. And, uh, what do you call philosophical. it? Philosophical. Philosophical. Yeah, it's this fucking Long Island. Is that one of those and, bands uh, that, that Richard used to download with corn philosophical? <laughs> but what do you call it? Um, what is it getting at? Um... Hello. Uh, uh, you're talking Watchmen. You're talking oh, yeah, why it's getting yeah, yeah, yeah. not canceled um, and why oh, yeah, they're gonna yeah. wait. Exactly. Um, they're either gonna wait or in a couple of years they're just gonna be like, boom, second season with a different writer. Yeah. It, because it's you're not gonna like take a show that's so critically acclaimed and fan like universally acclaimed rather. Uh, between fans is it and getting critics. good reviews as far as across fans the board, for dude, Watchmen itself? Across the board, I mean, some people like the show more than they like the movie. Because I will Which say, the movie that is I pretty saw, much word for word. I saw the movie. movie. My movie is so stupid, I didn't hmm. understand it. But the show deals with the comic book ending with the squid yeah. coming down on okay. onto New York oh, City as opposed okay. to Doctor Manhattan being transported. Um, and what do you call it? And they even like show it, and it's just like so cool, and it takes place. Like thirty years later, or whatever, yeah. and, it's, and it's like Ozymandias is older, and like that's cool. Jeremy Irons. Yeah, yeah. Jeremy oh, yeah, Irons yeah, yeah. plays Ozymandias, and it's like the best fucking shit. And it's like, ah, oh. all right, man. But uh, that's that's overlord for me. So Devil. Oh, the elevator movies. Whoa, Devil is a very God. underrated movie. To go from Last Airbender to this, that's just uh, M. Night's production company I remaking love, you know, or, 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 or getting back a little bit of their street credit. That on was Devil. the yeah. first movie in a long time was from that, him that uh, gave me... Killian Murphy, was he in that? No. That was the first movie that like he that. had done that brought faith back into M. Night Shyamalan having... Some sort of credibility in actually uh, directing, writing, and whatnot. You know, yeah. my other runner-up was uh, Isle of Dogs. I did not ever watch Isle of Dogs. A lot of people haven't. Yeah, and it's such a good fucking Wes Anderson movie. Yeah, I haven't seen that. Dude, the cast looks it, like. I mean, just the, vo- the the voice cast looks like a cast of any of his movies. And you know, I think it fell. I have not seen the Fantastic uh, Fantastic Mr. Fox. I've never actually I've seen never that watched either, it. yeah. But I think it fell within that same crevice or crevice as um, Isle of or Isle of Dogs fell into that same thing yeah. where most people were sort of like oh kids movie type thing. Yeah. It's really not. It's such a good fucking watch. What is I mean as far as the art direction of that, do you think that that's uh, I mean having both of us not seen Fantastic Mr. Fox um, but seeing his approach to because that's stop motion, right? The whole thing, I believe stop motion, so. Or, at least or it's animated, animated to look, to look like, like it. it. Um, 
what was uh, what was the drawing factor to you after you watched the it actors, to want to watch any, back? Like any any Wes Anderson movie, yeah. he's he's incorporating people that he's worked with before because he knows he can push what he needs to out of the actors. Yeah. And watching them in a voice role, yeah, is you get the same feel as watching them on screen. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um. I had uh, another Girl, runner-up, which there, was it's the jungle. <laughs> oh, yeah, I saw that. Uh, <laughs> which is another runner-up for me. The one that's like V V I T C H bitch, yep. which uh, the double V instead of the W. And the main reason for that, it's a studio that produced my number one overall. Okay, and what is your number one overall? Well, I'll get to that in a second, but mainly because this company doesn't necessarily it's it's produced by A24. And, oh and yeah, it, oh, A24. yeah, yeah, they just did the A24, Uncut Gems that's getting rave reviews left and right. Uncut yeah. Gems, they did The Witch, they did Hereditary, they did uh Beneath oh, they the did Hereditary. Nice. Beneath the uh Silver Pine Lake or some shit okay. like that. Um they have a couple coming out Saint Maud looks amazing. They also put Saint Maud looks ridiculous. They also put out, um, what was it, Midsummer? You know what I mean? So yeah. it's a company that Still just wants to. I've not, not watched either. Yeah. And I, I really to. wanted to see it in theaters, and I have it on my Plex, but I, I've not yet watched it. Yeah. But it's a company that just likes storytelling. Yep. And when, when you view the movies in that sense, it's amazing. But my number one is It Comes at Night. It Comes at Night. And tell us about It Comes at Night, because I don't don't believe I've actually watched this. It Comes at Night is a horror movie in the sense that um, there is some disease or some fucking thing going on in the world. Okay. But it only shows its face at night, really. All right. Is there any big names in this film? Oh, God. There is one big name, I believe but I'm not going to be able to remember his name. Okay. Joel Egerton. Oh! Yeah, okay. Um, and I think that's really it. I mean, Christoph Abbott, Carmen Edgegill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, yeah, a bunch of other people. Um, But it's just such a well-written movie that you're not particularly, like... I don't know. I don't really want to get into it because the more I talk... Like, if I get into the actual you movie... You get into spoilers you get and all into of that. the basis of What the would movie. be the elevator pitch, then? What would be the don't give anything away, you got 15 seconds to throw the idea of the movie at somebody? How would you throw the movie at somebody? Uh, pretty much if you're into horror slash suspense, it's not very gory. It's not ridiculously over the top. It's going to leave you more with a mind fuck type of experience it's okay. really going to get in your head and what would you do type of situation but uh mikey did you watch it comes at night did you finally get to that because that was my number one no i never i didn't ah uh, you like didn't that. yeah i mean realistically if martyrs was within the time period that would be my number one there were definitely not a the, few not movies the for me that i went to go oh that movie and then i went oh that's so seven oh that's so eight. Oh, yeah. that's so nine not the remake god but, uh, 10 years goes by quick but yeah i mean check out it comes at night, which really anything that A twenty four puts out, they are a fucking fantastic company that just likes storytelling. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Well then, uh, let's cut over to Zach. Zach, what do you what do you think? What for you? What is maybe a, again a couple of your your runner ups and then and then your go to most underrated movie, like least watched uh, movie? Well, I was like thinking that. of movies that I loved. 
from the last decade. I was trying to think of movies that I watched a lot of. Yes. Yeah. Movies that I watched more than one time. For sure. Um, and my number one is going to be a movie that we collectively have watched a billion times. Okay. okay. A Did million times that... We that is so underrated. We don't even talk about it. Anymore. I believe I know what you're going to go with there. But what what are your runner ups? Do you have any right, runner ups? So runner up. Now this isn't a movie I saw a, um, a lot of times, and I want to watch it again. But uh, the killing of a sacred deer. I never watched it. 2017. Yeah. It was uh, Colin Farrell, Nicole Kidman. Yep. Um, and that creepy fucking looking dude. It's basically. Uh, a surgeon's family is cursed by this kid where his chil- both his children are dying oh, and he has to kill one to save the other child. Oh. And Colin Farrell is the... He was an alcoholic surgeon that had a lot of issues in his life. Okay. And then the big... The main plot of the movie is that he needs to decide whether his son and his daughter are both sick and he learns that if he sacrifices one of them... The other one will survive, or both will die. So it's a weird ass premise. All right, but it is a fucking brutal, intense. And who directed film. that guy? Uh, Yogos Lanthimos. 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 Oh, okay. All right. Uh, yeah, I, I forget I what he's done, but I he's don't what know he him. That's really. a name. Yorgos Lanthimos. Yeah. Uh, the now, lo- he did the Lobster. That's a oh, movie. Uh, and a couple also of other things. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But that movie, it no, it flew under the radar, and I happened to watch it a couple of years ago when I went to Colorado on vacation, and I blew my shoulder out mm-hmm. snowboarding. Mm-hmm. So I went to Shane's house. Like day one, right? Yeah. Uh, day two day or two. whatever. <coughs> day two. I blew, so the fourth day that I was going to snowboard, I ended up just going to Shane's house and, okay. and hanging out all day, and we watched this movie together. Uh-huh. And it is a fucking mindfuck of a movie. Okay, so that, that's a runner-up. What is your number one overall? What what is? Well, I had two. My my uh, second, your second runner-up. My second runner-up was. Uh, Wes Anderson's Moonrise Kingdom. Oh, well, that's I was going to put that film. as a runner-up too. Now I've seen I've seen that movie a ton of times. Yeah, and every time it gets better. It yeah. is. It's a great. It no, is, and what kind of bird are you? <laughs> People forget about that film. It's though. a really well made. I think Grand Budapest Hotel came out and kind of overshadowed that. Yeah, that sure. happened. yeah, sure. Which. Grand but I watched, I watched Moonrise, Moonrise many more times than I did Grand I would Budapest. say, comparing it to the decade before of Wes Anderson films, that Grand Budapest Hotel is the Royal Tenenbaums, and that Moonrise Kingdom is the um, the the Darjeeling Limited. That's the last well, Wes da- Anderson movie I saw. Darjeeling, Darjeeling, Darjeeling? Love Darjeeling. Oh, might be my. I saw that shit in theaters. My, my, so good. The, my third favorite movie of all time. Moonrise Kingdom or Grand Budapest. Oh, dude, Sorry, you need to watch again. those movies. They're so. Good. I would say Darjeeling Limited is probably my number three movie of all time. You ever Only- seen the short film? Hotel yeah. Chevalier. Mm-hmm. The right, yeah, they pull like it right the, in the beginning the of the movie. Yeah. The only Portman. thing in front of that in my life is uh, The Shining. Shining and 2001. 2001. Yeah. Both by Stanley Kubrick, the greatest director of all time. 
Um, I'll Wes, give you that. Wes Anderson is my third favorite. My second favorite director. Third favorite third director favorite after Stanley Kubrick and Stanley, Stanley Kubrick. Kubrick. Um, yeah. <laughs> Who's I, your third favorite? Stanley Kubrick. <laughs> but really, <laughs> Wes Anderson. <laughs> but uh, no, Moonrise. No, really. Who's your third favorite? That's a tough one. Did you just go Spielberg or Abrams on that one? Spielberg, Abrams, Burton. Burton. It's like a tie. Yeah, it's yeah. like a toss yeah, up. Yeah, tie between, between the yeah. go tos. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, Moonrise had. Uh, it was a little more aimed at kids. Yeah. Oh, for um, sure. Than, than the previous movies, but there was. I mean, something especially about, the subject matter. I mean, I thought, yeah. what thirteen-year-olds? Yeah. If you're yeah, watching a story. But there was like an, an adventure. But it's so good. A, a love story adventure uh, that was aimed at. The, the child in me yeah. that just really got you know, me. There's so maybe even a little movie. bit of hauntology in that. In that that movie. might, uh, um, what was, what was the, um, Bruce Willis in it is incredible, too. Bruce Willis is incredible. Edward Norton's uh, incredible. Yeah. Jason Schwartzman. Yeah. I mean, I mean that's what really, I'm saying. Bill Murray Anderson. is so blase in that movie that you're just kind of like, Bill Murray's uh, not even the number one up? attraction. Oh, no, no, he's not. I mean, no, he was no. the same way in uh, Dorjeeling. Yeah. Oh, you know Dorjeeling, just that little blip yeah, of it. Yeah. yeah. Where you're like, is he supposed to be their dad? No, yeah, just yeah, a random yeah. guy? Oh, okay. Exactly. Dar- Darjeeling is... Your go-to. Is my third favorite yeah. movie of yeah. all time, probably. Yeah. That shit wow. is... Yeah. That is my... That is my jam. So your number it's, one overall is Moonrise for no, the no, last No, no, that's my... Oh, that's my number two. That's my number two. All right, so my what's number, number one, one? Most underrated. This is a movie we've watched so many times. Can I... Take and a guess before you say it. Sam Sara. Sam Sara. Sam Samsara. And it that just movie. barely made it because oh. it's twenty eleven. Twenty eleven. Sam Sara if it's you not on any streaming services it's for free. You can find them. It took twenty five years to make this movie. Yes. It is the first one was Baraka. Yes. Baraka, if you haven't yeah. seen it, watch that movie yep, yep. and then watch Sam Sara. But They're you can go all the way amazing. back to like Dog Star Man. Of the seventies, like this style of filming, it's so good. But they changed. It's another set of people who, while filming, have changed the standard in filming. Yeah, they did things with film that nobody had done before. Um, yeah, it's the such. Sh- it's the, the some of the shots in Samsung. If you the, haven't seen Samsung, it's the most beautiful Sam movie Sire you'll ever a, watch. It's a collection of almost it's, random. Filming. Well, shots I mean, it's supposed to be human locations. versus nature. I Isn't think is Sam what they Sarah were saying. Isn't the whole idea of like the circle of life? Yeah, and yeah. All but of that? Humans yeah. versus nature, humans more versus so nature. than anything. And I, I would say that in that film, the number one shot for me that always strikes a chord, aside from the, the is it the dude with the fucking clay on his face? Not the clay on the uh, face, and not the girls oh, yeah. that are all wearing identical and dancing right in the beginning because yeah. that's terrifying. I would say it's when they go to Mecca. And they oh, slowly yeah. zoom and it pans out. out. It looks like salt and pepper surrounding like, a fucking block. And it's oh, millions it's of people that are all slowly working in a spiral to get to the rock and Gibraltar yeah, to or whatever the, it is yeah. to touch, to the, touch rock. the rock. And then they sl- so it is so well organized at Mecca that there is like a spiral of people going towards the center. And once you hit the center, you then hit the spiral that goes out. And it just slowly zooms from you being able to see a person's head. All right. And know that's an I have individual to, person's I just have head. to do this because we can't actually describe the we movie. Can't, it, we, we can't. It's hard to describe. So I'm just going to show. Let's show a little bit. 
I'm gonna show the trailer. It is. It, it's terrifyingly beautiful. It is. Watch this movie if you've never, this seen, is all if you've real, never seen it. This is all real footage of. Nothing edited, just really great shots. Watch this movie. It's and if you're listening on iTunes, if you're listening on Stitcher, fuck you, listen and watch on YouTube. Seventy millimeter film. Yeah. Triumph of the moving image. Twenty-five countries, five years, one unforgettable journey. That shot. The sandstone there. Oh my god. A lot it's a of beautiful film. This that shot, and it, that shot goes on for about three minutes, and it just lets you sit in it. Like it lets you sit. How'd you guys come across and, that? It was on. Uh, it, was, it was on Netflix. It was on Netflix, and we were we were really sober, into LSD. Like, yeah, at least seven years ago. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we were doing a lot of tripping. You said it's 2011, so at least seven years ago, yeah. statute. Um, that we were doing that, and uh, we were watching this, and it was literally every morning after every, the night, yeah, every weekend, after going we through the night for about six months, we would put this on, and we would all just sit there and stare, and it's just like the weirdest connection to music life and to, to the world. Just the shots and to, when you're already there's in no a talking in this movie. No, no talking, no speaking Zero at all. Speaking. And when you are at the point where it's like, uh, just like. You, you think it can't get any weirder or, or, or more like I feel connected to the world the next thing hits and you're just like oh my god like yep. oh this is it it's was so impressive it's an experience by itself but sure. on on hallucinogens it is even more of yeah, an experience yeah. film. but if you've never seen it do watch that movie definitely like, check really, it out really really definitely watch check movie. it out now I will That's say um, my list. I, I was trying to compile my list, and I, I I made a list of about like fifteen movies because I started looking at every YouTube channel, every you know IMDb list, all of these things of the best movies of the decade, the worst movies of the decade, the most underrated, most overrated, all of these things. And what I basically came down to is that my, my final three. The first one is something that I don't think Mikey has seen, but I know Justin, Zach, and I have all watched together, and that is The History of Future Folk. Yep. Yeah, one that of, is pretty cool. One of my favorite movies, because this movie was made for, like, thousands of dollars. Yeah. Not much at all. Mm -hmm. It is based off of a character that a guy developed to go to open mic nights with, where he would wear, like, these weird boots and this weird, like, basically just, like, football gear, but spray painted all red and make it look like an alien, like, you know, uh, protective suit. And it was all about the these people for, uh, what was the name of the, uh, I forget the name of the planet was. Um, but they, uh, Hondo? Hondo. Hondo. They're from yeah. Hondo. And he, they, they've never heard music before. And they come to Earth and they hear music for the first time. And it, like just takes over their lives yeah. and they they have no idea what it is and they become musicians and then an opposing person from hondo shows up and i don't, I don't know if it's the guy from uh from from the last man on earth the the fat guy with the mustache that was on that will forte show but it looks a lot like him and he it, it was just such a weird fuck the music is wonderful um 
the what was it the whole like the most thing uh, the thing I missed the most is the uh, the red so- the red moonlight in your eyes. Yeah, yeah. It's just like just weird things. They they attribute so much to this world that they don't go into too much detail about. Right. And then he's just fighting to just be a human. He just wants to be able to be a human and enjoy music, and he doesn't want to have to go back to Hondo. And and that movie, because of the creative genius behind it. And because of the music, the musicology, if you let me use a Prince album name, behind all of this, just fucking wowed the wowed the shit out of me. And I listened to that album so much for like yeah. two years. So that was very high up on the list. And kind of my I've got my I've got my number one and I've got my two A and my two B. That would be my two B. Right. My two A would be Frank. Such a good Frank, movie. Frank, yes. Frank Michael is a great movie. Fassbender. <laughs> in a you've never movie seen that either, where do he a does not show his face until the last quarter of the movie, and he's wearing this giant Stewie Griffin football head, Hey Arnold mask. Yeah. And it's just it's 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 very well, cultish. The main guy in that is, Domino uh, Gleason. Yeah. Um, who is in all of the more recent Star Wars movies. He was also in my number four pick that I didn't put on here, Ex Machina, um, which yep. is another great, phenomenal film. Um, if you've not seen it, search it out, find it, Watch check it. out Frank. It's fucking it phenomenal. It used to be on Netflix, and then they took Especially it back. Especially if you were ever in a band. If you were ever of a in band. a band. And yeah. dealing with the egomaniac lead singer. If you were ever in that situation... This character is brilliant, and the fact that they gave, like, it—it's like Man in the Iron Mask, but if Leo never took off the Iron Mask, it's like or until the last twenty minutes of the movie, it it is fucking brilliant that you took one of the best looking and best best acting people and had them stand behind a fucking paper mache head. My favorite part about it is the the cast made all the music for it. So yep. everything that was done in all the movie All the music that was written and recorded was, was written and recorded it. while they were filming the That's movie. Cool. And it was just phenomenal. It's really rad. Um, the, the, the opening is Domino Gleason walking around trying to create original music. He's like, lady in the red dress. Do you know the lady in the green dress? And he's just looking at people on the street singing. Lady with the lead dress, what you doing with that dog? Blah, 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 blah. And he's just yeah. trying to sing along, and it doesn't work out. And then he goes and he he, he basically joins a cult in the movie. Um, yeah, he gets so hired by people. To that is day. that is, pro- it's very close to being my number one, but I have to give my number one pick overall to John Carter. Yeah, that was going to... Uh, really? Well, Sean, I mean, I'm sorry, John Carter. John Carter, I will say this. The sci-fi movie. The sci-fi movie. John Carter... It was good. Based on the Edgar Rice uh, Burroughs movies, or, or, or novels, Books, yeah. um, and he is the gentleman that created Tarzan. Mm-hmm. He is literally in the... If you read the, the books... The father of science fiction. He is the father of science yeah. fiction. Star Wars doesn't exist. Indiana Jones doesn't exist. Like anything that I mean, is adventure. And that also set them up for Star Wars. Well, Disney specifically, which yes. I'm going to get to for sure. But Edgar Rice Burroughs was a genius beyond his time, and he wrote Princess of Mars. And in that novel, if you read it, they use words like Jedek or Jedi, and they literally use the word Sith. Yeah. Sith is a word created by Edgar Rice Burroughs. And now nobody would ever know that. Yeah. Um, 
And Disney took a huge leap with trying to make this movie. Sure. And there are three movies that they made kind of within close proximity that seemed to bury Disney's live action for a bit. They made John Carter. Yep. They made Tomorrowland. Yep. And they made... Which I have not seen. They made Lone Ranger. Those movies cost them about a billion dollars collectively. But and Lone Ranger, at least they had... Not, uh, they had Johnny Depp. They had Johnny, they had Depp, Johnny Depp, Depp But in, in, in John Carter, they've got, they've got Taylor Kitsch. They've got uh, fucking... Um, Willem Dafoe, yep. I mean, uh, uh, playing a character like Brian in, in MoCat. Uh, Brian Cranston's in it as a wonderful villain. Like, such, like he's right off in the beginning, but he's such a great villain. This movie shows you where everything came from. And unfortunately, like the other two that I listed along with it, got kind of just shithoused because sure. Disney did not market yeah. it correctly. Yeah, They tried to push it as something that it wasn't, and another movie that should have been three movies. John Carter, uh, the, the original novels, Princess of Mars, John Carter of Mars, World and the Lord Gods of Mars. Of Mars. Do you think um, they'll bring it back? Do you no. think never, that, never. Yeah. It will never happen. They attempted it once. It took a hundred years for them to get that movie made. People had tried, people had attempted, and there was no way to make the Jedak make all of the characters yeah. that they wanted to make. But it is so perfect. It incorporates spiritualism it incorporates just straight nationalism or, or anything sure. that you want to think of like tribalisms um, and and they really the, the the social commentary is wonderful in it like any good sci-fi it's used to to tell a story to to be a metaphor for something else that is happening in the world um, but but John Carter like they did if you watch that back, and you realize it came out in 2012, and you look at the graphics, and you go, 10 years later, they don't look bad. Eight years later, really, right now, they don't yeah. look bad. They yeah. really don't fail. John Carter was acted perfectly. It was written perfectly. It was it was executed. The downfall of this movie was the marketing. Yeah, sure. And, as we were saying, as you kind of alluded to, them putting it led out. them to be able to make Star Wars. Yeah. There is no Disney Star Wars without Disney making John Carter. Sure. They found out how they were going to work with CGI. They found out how they were going to work with, you know, mocap. Not only that, they but to go, to go to Lucas and be like, hey, we made this. It flopped, yeah. but look what we can do. Look at, the, look at the thing that made you make everything you made. We made it. Yeah. Now let's... Like, yeah, and I'm sure time, part of the deal that Lucas had had to have been inspired by, all right, you went after John Carter. Like you try to do a Princess of Mars story. True. And the unfortunate thing is they try to incorporate aspects of all three of the original novels, and I'm sure there are more, but I read the, the, the first three. Um, they, they try to incorporate way too much and wrap it all up in one movie in a last airbender type of way. Yeah. And they should have just let it breathe, let it yeah. be. Um, it, 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 it Literally, if you've never seen John Carter, if you've heard of John Carter and you've been like, fuck this movie, fuck this shit, I don't ever want to watch this, Give it a chance. It really deserves. It really deserves a second look. And they, so for me, it is my number one most underrated movie because it didn't do poorly at the box office. It did well. Just didn't yeah. make what. But it, it did it make. The, I mean, I think they spent like a hundred or two hundred million dollars on the budget. It, it it probably made it back, but did it make the producers enough money? 
Yeah. And now they're making fucking Star Wars and fucking Avengers money. They don't. They, they don't could need reboot it, it if they wanted to. Uh, totally. Using uh, Deja Thoris, the the princess. Uh, yep. Using her as the. Was it Lily Collins? Yeah, Lily from Collins? Uh, from X Men Origins. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And Taylor Kitsch from yeah, X Men yeah. Origins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, come on, Gambit. And, uh, what do you call it? Um, uh, they could totally reboot that because right now, like, uh, they actually do like a whole comic line, and they're not even focusing on John Carter. It's all about Deja Thoris. Well, it should be the original and, uh, book is Princess of Mars. So what yeah. do you call it? So they could they totally just need the redo human, it, like the human to be us in yeah. the thing to introduce you to Correct. the new world. Yeah yeah, 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 exactly. But they could just start it from there, yeah, and then have John Carter come in later. Sure, yeah. you know what sure. I mean. They could. Establish the world, establish everything. I hope one day it gets done well, and as technology advances, I'm sure it will be done well. It just takes somebody that loved that But who movie. knows how long Disney owns the rights for it. Well, you could literally... Well, no, no, no. If I'm not mistaken, if I'm not mistaken, I'm pretty sure it's like a Tarzan where it's so old now, like a Frankenstein. Oh, yeah. Where anybody well, could do that it. makes sense because the year that John Carter came out, John Carter of Mars, a B-movie yeah. came out, and on the DVD package, when if you went and accidentally bought the, you know, the, the what do they call them, Mockbusters, Mockbusters back yeah, in the yeah. day, when you would go to Blockbuster Video. Transmorphers. And, yeah, Transmorphers, exactly. Yeah. Or the War of the Worlds that came out, that, that started. <laughs> the War of the World. The War of the World, yeah. <laughs> uh, the World War. World of War. The fucking Star War. Yeah. Star Wars. I do Thumb agree. Was he said it should be a Disney Plus show. It should be. That would be way better. Make it a show. Keith, you're a genius. Well, there. literally, make like, it you a could, fucking you could make, serialized show. If it's not even going to be a show where you did the movie, it's literally about Deja Thoris of, yep. like, doing all her crazy shit, and then literally, like, the final episode or, like, the last bit of the movie, of the last John Carter, John comes Carter in, shows yeah. up. And then now you've got that, and yeah, you can explore that, yeah. and he gets sent back. It would be like a Furiosa Mad Max thing where Furiosa yeah. was. Clearly the main character oh, for of, sure. of Mad Max, even though well, it was a Tom Mad Max Tom Hardy movie. said eight words in yeah, the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. But they totally could do it that way, and, they, and they, they, they could really reboot could. it really well. I think it would be brilliant. I think it would be wonderful, and I think people would give it a second chance. If, but it's just if like how Warner Brothers was able to do uh, that Jungle Book movie. Yeah. They did that same that yeah, Jungle yeah, yeah. Book movie at the same time. It's as, all in, in, in the uh, public domain now. Yeah. Because yeah. um, anything as of this year, I mean, last year we did it when we switched over. This year, I think it's it's... I forget what the, the time frame is, but I think we are at like, I think it's like 95 years. So now anything that was written in 19, is it 24? I think it was 23 last year, right? So whatever it is, like last year, Felix the Cat became public domain. Like, and this year, and and every year for the next, what about Fritz all of the time. Cat? Fritz the Cat's got about 40 more years till yeah. it's public domain. It's 70. But like in five or 10 years, uh, Wizard of Oz becomes public domain and you can fuck with it all you yeah. want and you can yep. re-edit it all you Which want. Which a lot of people have done that already. Yeah, anyway. they have. They have. Um, the but I definitely say John Carter of Mars, yeah, give, it, give it a chance, it. check it out. Um, now I see, Justin, you got something queued up here. I do. Now, if you, if, if you want, we're, we can jump right into this before we go into our final segment here. Sure. Um, next week we are going to be having a special guest on and that is Kurt from Floods. Yeah. That Kurt, is, Kurt from just if you one Kurt. don't know, if you don't know Kurt from Floods, and if you know him as just one Kurt, that's weird. Yeah. Um, but if you know just one Kurt, Kurt from Floods, he challenged me a little bit. We said we're gonna have him on as a guest, and he was like, oh, "I'm gonna make a video, and I'm gonna get 50 shares." And I was like, "You, you know, 50 shares is a lot of shares." And he was just like, oh, "Okay, well, if I don't get my 50 shares, I'll eat something gross. If I do get them, you'll eat something gross." 
So we decided on a mystery meet yet to be determined. Right. Um, they hit 50 shares in three days. So <laughs> I, next week, will be eating the mystery meat on the show right here off this table. I will be eating something that is boiled for safety and does not taste good. Um, but but Kurt has uh, a little a little rebuttal to my thing, and I'm probably going to rebut this as well. What's up? Just one Kurt coming at you. Considering the fact that we are already halfway through January, this video is long overdue. I suck. I know. First, I want to congratulate Team Trees for hitting their goal of 20 million trees by January 1st of 2020. And a huge thanks to everyone that has contributed. Most notable contributors are Elon Musk with 1 million, Jack Dorsey of Twitter with 350,000, Mr. Beast with 200,000, Verizon Green Team with 200,000, and YouTuber Pootie Pie under the alias Poopy Pie with 69,420. Wow, what are you, 12? Anyway, in my last video, I said I had some really, really ridiculous video hot off the press, ready to drop, and to make it happen, the Team Trees video needed 5,000 views, which, well, it didn't happen. So I'm really not sure what to do with it. Should I delete it? Or should I just say YOLO and drop it anyway? Tell me what you think in the comments. I do have another surprise. And if you want to know what it is, you'll have to join me January 28th, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on the Kyle Mocha Won't Shut Up show on YouTube. Since Kyle Mocha really won't shut up, he said this video right here won't get any shares. So in true betting spirit, I bet Kyle that this video will get 50 shares. If this video gets 50 shares, then Kyle will have to eat the mystery meat. If not, then I have to eat the mystery meat. To find out what the mystery meat is and my surprise, you'll have to tune in to Kyle Mocha Won't Shut Up Show. I'll put a link to Kyle's channel in the description and remember to mark your calendar for January 28th, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Be sure to put a like on my Just One Kurt Facebook page and share this video with everyone you know. As always, I am Just One. All right, so there you have it. That was no, 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 we're good, we're good. Uh, That is the original video that that Kurt posted, and I I uh, spoke with him this afternoon, and he goes, "We hit 50," and I went, "All right, you hit 50," and then I said, "Um, "Good, good job on 50." That's really not that hard. 50 people shared something for me to eat something shitty. Um, I'll just show the audio. You got the audio? Oh, I have the whole video. All right. Well, let's hold on for a second. Uh, what's I up? Said, just whoa, one Kurt. Whoa, whoa, no. Whoa, 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 what's whoa, up? Sorry, Fowl. What's yeah. up? So, uh, Kurt hit his 50. I'll give him that. He hit his 50. But now I am, and, and we're going to release an official video stating this, sure. but I am challenging him that, that he needs to hit another 50. If he hits 100, I'm going to eat the mystery meat. We are, we already got there. Sure. I don't know what the fuck it's going to be I'll yet. Probably eat the mystery we haven't dis- just for we haven't fun, decided yeah. just for fun. We haven't decided what the mystery meat's going to be. I don't know if I'm going to know until he shows up here. Right. But we are going to eat it and along some blood sausage. along with I like that. The, I love blood um, along with with the the uh the mystery meat. I'm going to consume what I am calling the questionable quencher. Um, I'm going to wash down that mystery meat with a mystery beverage, if you will. Oh, no, it's not going to be a Long Island uh, can at all. It's going to be way grosser than that. And 
Well, let's yeah, just show, just let's just show Kurt's other video. Let's What's show up? Other video. Just one Kurt coming at you. On Friday, January 17th, I said, if this video gets 50 shares, then Kyle will have to eat the mystery meat. After Kyle Mocha said, this video right here won't get any shares. Well, looks like Kyle Mocha will be eating the mystery meat. I don't mean to brag, but uh, the video was posted at 1 p.m. on Friday, and the 50th share happened about 7 p.m. yesterday, which means that it only took 3.25 days. Looks like Kyle Mocha may have bitten off more than he can chew. Just as a reminder, I have a surprise, so don't forget to join me January 28th, 9 p.m. on Kyle Mocha Won't Shut Up. You'll find out what my surprise is along with the mystery meat. You can find a link to Kyle's channel in the description. Be sure to put a like on my Just One Kurt Facebook page and share this video with everyone you know. As always, I am Just One. So, as always, he is Just One, and like he said, I... I'll be eating the mystery meat. But if he can get to 100 shares by next Tuesday, I will drink the questionable quencher. Yes. And if not, he's got to drink it while I eat the mystery meat. So that is what next week entails for <laughs> he's everybody. Gonna put it out there. Yeah. I'll he's eat the loose. mystery meat and drink the questionable so I know what I know what the questionable quencher uh, is. I don't want to know any more about that. Let's leave this all a mystery. Um, but that will be next week, so we're teasing a little bit for next week, so we will be back for that. Um, but before we go any further with that, the last thing that we are going to do on this episode, before yes. we wrap it all up, mm -hmm. is a new segment. Yes. Now, we often talk oh, yeah. about our brother-sister love podcast. Let me ask you a question, right? Let Incest me ask you a question. Love, yeah. Incest love. I love them. They're my family, and I love them sexually. And every episode, Sir Anthony DeAngelis, as I lovingly call him, Sir Anthony of the Angels, he is going to be asking a question. That's the whole gimmick, right? Now, what I want to do is I want to ask you the question from Let Me Ask You a Question. So, without any further ado, let's go into our final segment here before we wrap it all up. Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question from. Let me ask you a question. All right. So as I said, every week on Let Me Ask You a Question dropped along our. Episodes every week on the Moot Monday drops. You forgot about me not wearing pants? Yeah, that's good. Now, Anthony asks a question every single week, and I'm going to ask those questions to you each week to wrap up our show. And in yesterday's episode that was dropped again on, on Monday, along with the Moot Mondays, Anthony asked this very simple question, and I want to get from all of you to wrap this up, your answer to this question. And we'll start with you, Mikey. Have you ever had such great sex 
that you feel like your life or career was positively altered after it. It's the idea of the magic vagina theory or, or penis. The magic vagina or, or, or penis theory. Have you ever been with a person that the sex was so good that it altered your state of mind, your state of being, that you thought, oh my God, my life's never going to be the same after this. Because Anthony, in this episode, talks about how he had a girlfriend in high school that he had amazing sex with, and he swears it's like a a magical vagina. And this girl was very into musical theater at the same time that Anthony was getting into musical theater, and now his entire life, his entire career has become being musical theater. He He worked one real job pretty much ever, and that was at Branley's Pizza when he was like 16 years old over in uh, Foxmore Village. And he didn't do a good job, and I think he got fired really, really quickly. Um, and outside of that, the, the guy is a musical genius. He is, he's been in Steve Martin's band. He played piano for Steve Martin for a while. Um, he is, he's done plenty of things. He's written plays. He continues to write plays. Um, and all of this, he kind of hinges on the idea that this one vagina that he encountered just altered the trajectory of his life. So... Mikey, in a short wrap-up, whether or not you wrapped it up or not, have you ever had that great of sex that you feel like it altered the trajectory of your life, personal or professionally? Um, Not professionally. Personally, yes. Um, I think, yeah, the sex was great enough for me that uh, I feel like it just... Yeah, it doesn't have to affect their life. I mean, it just, what do you call it? I don't know. It just it, it, it just opened up my confidence level and just, like, allowed me to be more open and stuff. The first just time like, you had sex and didn't feel yeah, like you sucked at it? Yeah, like, it was just, yeah. like, it just was, it wasn't one of those things where it's like, it's like, oh, what do I, you know, what, it's like, it's like, it's like no, it's like, I just knew what the fuck I was doing. You were in the zone. You were in the fucking zone. And it was fucking awesome, and then I just never not had good sex after that. Alright. Like, well, mm-hmm. good for you. Not for me, but good for you. <laughs> All right, Justin, what about you? Any any time in your life that you had sex that you feel altered the trajectory of your life? I think, I think I'm on the same page as Mikey. It's more or less the confidence boost to... I mean, just, I guess, in a professional sense and personal sense that you're going, like, something that gives you a confidence boost that you feel good about yourself. So as a, a, a professional chef, have you ever had sex with somebody who loved your food so much that they boosted your confidence no, in your food? No. Or you always just had the confidence in your food? That was just 12 years of undertaking. 12 years of slaving? Yeah, He's like, I had such good sex, I yeah. made a good omelet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I mean, nothing, nothing professional. Nothing professional. But definitely confidence building. Yeah, yeah, definitely. All right. For sure. Now, Zachary, for yourself, have you ever had no. such great sex nope. that affected anything? Uh, well, Is that on you or on them? For if the it negative. No? Every time I have sex... It impacts my life negatively. <laughs> All right. All right. That's fair enough. Either in the, either in the sense, like, oh, I'm stuck with this bitch now, or why did I do that? That, yeah. was, a, that, was, a, that was a wrong move to make. I never had sex and came out at the other end being feeling good about myself. Except for that oh short my God. there at the end, right? Yeah. Now, you I will, poor bastard! I will side a little bit on, on Zach's side here. Oh, I, I have had uh, a certain number of sex in my life. Uh, you know, a certain <laughs> number. This many. 
This guy. Fox. I've had this many sex. This guy. This, this many. This many CX. I've had a sex or two in my life, <laughs> and I would say that I generally in if if someone's letting me do that to them, I kind of lose respect for them in a bad, terrible way. Um, I'm like, Ladies. why would you let me do that to you? I know who I am, and I know how terrible I am, and you just let me enter you. I don't, I, I don't think that you're uh, qualified to do anything. But I will say that when I was about 18 years old, there, there was a, a female that I had weird, wild, adventurous sex with, you know, a little bit like... Um, we went up to Milford once, and uh, she was living up there. I went up and met her, and we were just driving around, and we found, like, a field. And we're like, oh, let's have sex outside. Threw down, like, a blanket that was in my car, and we're having sex outside. And it was so late at night that we didn't realize that where we decided to have sex was right next to the highway. Um, and all of a sudden, trucks started going by, and she's, like, on top of me, and I'm in a field, and we got a blanket down. And we're going to town, and she is facing traffic, and we didn't realize where we were because no cars have gone by for like ten minutes. Yeah, and we're like going at it and everything, and it, it, it introduced me to the world of exhibitionism. You know, I was yeah, just kind of like, sure. oh my god, people are driving by. And after that, I would say for a very short period of time, I felt super fucking confident. I'm like, oh, I fucked in front of like people, truck drivers, yeah. like these dirty, dirty bastards listening to coast to coast as they drive up and down the highway. I've been on sex in front of a lot of truck drivers yeah. in my life. <laughs> Do you I always mean, feel better I about it? Nothing to brag That's the sex about. he's talking yeah. about, how he doesn't feel good about coming out <laughs> at the truck stop yeah. with the truckers. That makes sense. Oh, it's with truckers. Oh, yeah. No, but that that was probably the only time in my life where having an interaction sexually, like, really, like, boosted my confidence like I've had you know the immediate right after sex you feel really cool about yourself you feel awesome about yourself but usually I just get guilted with like the the Christian shame of sex really you know yeah 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 usually there's like that that like five minutes after sex where I just think oh I'm going to hell or like oh I got this girl pregnant even though you know like I didn't come or something like that um, it's just like somehow without come I got this girl pregnant like that's how Jesus was born. that's how Jesus was born and I don't want to be no Joseph there's no come I don't want to be no spoiler Joseph spoiler alert there God were three, didn't come. three God wise didn't men come. that came and saw oh oh, oh. so same. I think we're all kind of on the same, same. page like really not really uh, anything like that yeah. and nothing not ever professionally, boosted yeah. and not professionally Definitely I mean, I feel like I feel like in the case of 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 what he was saying, it was more or less like he knew what he wanted to do, was just sort of afraid to do it, and yeah. that gave him the confidence yeah. to do it. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like yeah. he was just like, "Fuck it, this is what I'm gonna do now. I feel good." You know. Yeah. No, Christian shame has literally just uh, thwarted my. Uh, <laughs> Jim Caviezel getting whipped over there. No, fucking Paul Bettany. And Paul Bettany. Oh, Vinci whipping himself. Yeah. That fucking albino motherfucker. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, hey guys, I think I think uh, season four, episode one, has been a, has been a great start yeah. to this thank, to this season. Thank you everybody in. for joining us. Hope all you liked of all the you new guys for hanging out. And all the new video. And all the new video. And you know yeah. what? We're always, as I say, onwards, upwards, and forwards. We're going to keep going, keep improving. So thank you, everybody, for tuning we in live. We are a video live. YouTube show. We are a video YouTube show. If you are watching Slash us, podcast. 
on uh, YouTube. Congratulations. If you are listening in the future on iTunes or Stitcher, I, I mean, thank you, but really, you're, you're kind of missing the point here. Uh, I do want to say a quick thank yous to Don't Panic. Um, again, check out the single No Time for Second Chances dropping February 7th. Also a big thank you and a round of applause to Mr. Mikey Martino for joining us. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Applauding yourself. What a fucking asshole. All right. There's the door. Two of them. Two of them. Door, door, wherever you want to go. Climb out that fucking window right now. Right behind you. Oh, my God. That'd be a great way to end an episode. We should just make all the guests jump out the window at the end of the episode. Jump out the episode. Jump out the episode. Jump into the water. This is a boat that we house in. All right. So don't panic, Mikey Martino, and also Moot.TV check us out on Instagram. You can check us out at moot.tv on your web browser where you can find everything from moot.tv, our show. Uh, let me ask you a question. And it also white wasabi. Mm-hmm. And a huge thank you to EJ5000, our super producer, for putting everything out um, on those podcast platforms. Stay tuned throughout the week. We're going to be dropping segments from this video. Yep. Um, we understand that it's a two to two and a half hour show sometimes. And it's not something that everybody can sit through. So we are going to be splicing it up and yep. releasing it so each for each out. segment um, and so that you guys can really check it out. A big thank you, as always, to Mr. Justin Olimpato hey, for man. being here, no helping problem. put everything together. Um, I'm excited again, to keep going forward filming. And this was the hardest things. one of the season, you know? The first one's always the hardest. First cut is the deepest. Mikey, you cut us the deepest. Yeah. We'll see you next season, asshole. Because we will not invite you back until season five. <laughs> and as always, a very big thank you to Mr. Zachary. Every Zach. sexual encounter was a mistake. <laughs> Storman. Every sexual encounter was a mistake. Storman. All right. He's still thinking about He's going to be going to bed tonight like, why did I say that? Uh, no, he knows why he said it because it was a mistake. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much. We will be back next week with... Just one, Kurt, where I will be eating the mystery meat, and one of us will be drinking a questionable quencher, and Zach's already kind of just joining in on it, so at least two of us. I like to to live in the shit. (laughs) He does like to live in the shit. All right, so thank you so much, everybody, for tuning in live, (laughs) tuning in in the future. We will be back next week, Tuesday, 9 o'clock, on the Hasbro Time with Lee Jones. Make sure you comment, like, subscribe, all of that wonderful bullshit. Click, like, subscribe. Share it to your friends. Smash that like button. Smash, smash, smash. Smash. Ring a ding that bell, motherfucker. All right. As always, here is our closing theme song to play us out. We'll see you next week. Later. Don't drink CJ's. Don't drink CJ's. It's shit. Lucky Streak. Yeah, drink Lucky Streak. Lucky Streak. Burn it out. There's nothing more egomaniacal than singing the theme music for your own show.